What's going on, everybody? It's me, Remy, from Remy's Roundtable. This is our 100th episode. We'll be recording live from Front Row in Okoye, Florida. Today on the program, we have myself and the Joy Mazant, and we also have the five-man professor. Uh, he's going to give us a lecture on pizza. So you guys do not want to miss out this 100th episode on Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. That's right, guys. You are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Guys, we finally did it. This is our 100th episode. One, zero, zero, hundredth episode. I, I am so happy. Uh, I'd like to give a personally a shout out to all of our listeners, all of our supporters, and most importantly, Front Row and Akoi Forda for... Uh, having us out here recording our 100th episode. Uh, today's episode, guys, uh, we're bringing on awesome guests today. We have the five minute professor, we have Tom and Dan, and of course, you guys can hear a little snippet of myself being on Poking the Bear with Ryan Holmes and Charlie Bowie. Uh, welcome, everybody. My name is Remy, and with me is the Joy Mazant. So, um, what do I say? It's going to be lit today, fam. I, I'm, I'm finally. I'm now ra- realizing that not only am I too old to say that, but even young kids are too old to say that. I think it's phased out. I need to find out what the new fleek is of 2020. I need to find out what the new cool, catchy thing is because I'm so but, but, but I like it. I like, but I like it when you say lit, though. Every time we, we come on the show, you say, what's lit, fam? How you doing, fam? You guys doing good, fam? What's up, fam? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's something about you, man. You always say, what's up, fam? Fam, how you doing? Mm-hmm. It's going to be lit. I like that. Keep it up. I mean, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll keep the fam. Or keep the, or keep the flame. To, I will, I'll keep new ways to introduce the fam because I do. my family's from Italy and everybody who's a friend is family, so that's fair. It's, it's good, man. <clears throat> so I got a quick question to ask you, man. You were over at CityWalk the other day, weren't? Were you not? Sorry about. <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> Hold on. <clears throat> Sorry, we're here at our front row, and they do this five ninety nine burger deal that's tremendous. Mm-hmm. So I'm still eating. <clears throat> it's all good, man. Because I watch. So, was it crowded when you went, when you went to CityWalk, or was it pretty pretty steady? So. The thing I'm learning about the theme parks here is that... Guys, we're both eating too, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> the thing I'm noticing is the locals are getting back to the parks. It's it's not so much the tourists, but the locals are going back to the parks. See, mm-hmm. there's, there's a fun little ratio that in California, any given day of the year, 70% of the people in Disneyland are Californians, and 30% are from out of state. Right. Whereas in Florida... 30% of the people in the park are Floridians and 70% are from out of state. So tourism really funds our theme parks here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lately, because the parks have been getting reviews of being significantly slower, the locals are like, hey, as long as it's dead, I'm going to go out and play. So the locals are out playing and the tourists aren't really hanging out. Then how come it's always packed on the weekends? Because now all the tourists are telling tourists, or I'm sorry, all of the locals are telling locals and they tell two friends and they tell two friends. And, and then so now it might as well be 90% of the people in the theme parks are basically for Floridians now. So it's, so, it's life. So to answer my question, was it steady out, steady at CityWalk or was it pretty busy it was and steady? Busy. It was as busy 
as a busy day during slow season. So okay. busy but not uncomfortable. Uh, did you have a chance to go into the park after City Walk, or did you yeah. literally just bounce no, afterwards when you're done? I went in. I was filming a video there. For um, I was filming a video for uh, for a bubble gum. Good, and good, tremendous. Thank you so much. Everything is okay. Everything is good. That is burger. That what you're hearing there is the voice it? of our lovely waitress. Mm -hmm. Hi. <laughs> so she's here kicking ass and taking care of us. Yeah, she thank is. Thank you very much. Um, so what I've noticed though is mm -hmm. the uh, it's been wonderful. It's um, I went into the park because I was filming a video for Bubblegum Shrimp, and after I filmed that uh, video, I decided to duck into the park, see what it was looking like. I wanted to see what the Christmas tree trails looked like. Mm -hmm. Also, that's what it was. Those posts were Christmas trees. Yeah, they're Christmas trees. Universal. Oh, Studios, okay. So what they do is Universal does this this cute setup where they'll do um at Halloween. It's called the Scarecrow Stock, where you mm -hmm. go to twelve different locations and there's a punch card. And you get your card stamped, basically, for each scarecrow that you right. see. At Christmas, they do it as well. And I believe this year at Mardi Gras, they're doing it with uh, statues and Mardi Gras beads and things like that. That's cool. So it's, it's a cute concept, and it encourages you to see the entire park, which a lot of people don't do. They go there right. for the things they saw online, and that's game. So uh, it was nice. So the parks were, again, as busy as it is on a busy day during a slow season. Not miserable, but there were people there. That's not bad. We're, we're wait times low, like I mm -mm. No? You gotta See, be kidding me. At Disney, Disney hasn't brought their Fast Pass system back yet. Not yet. So Disney is starting to see two hour waits on some of their rides. Oh. But because of social distancing, even like a 45 minute wait for Toy Story Mania, yeah. everybody has to stand six feet apart. So if it's a 40 minute wait for Toy Story Mania, for those of you that know what I'm talking about, the line goes through the queue, yep. around the bend, past Slinky Dog, all the way back by the old where, where the Little Mermaid used to be, all the way down towards where Playhouse Disney is. It's it's a a thirty second of a mile to get to there. It, it's absurd. It's crazy. I mean, I, I mean that's a it's a great queue and all. And uh, I have a couple of buddies who actually worked for uh, Toy Story Toy Story Mania and also Slinky Dog Dash. So anytime if I go out to Hollywood Studios, they're like, Remy, you need to come by and see me." I'm like. Do I have to? Like, do you want to go on, do you want to go on Slinky Dog Dash or Toy Story Mania? I'm like, yeah, but would I have to wait in that long line? Like, no, you're good. Just come Slinky, on up. Slinky Dog Dash, man. I'm Hollywood Studios' problem is it's got three or four rides that are amazing and three or four rides that are garbage. Is that one? That's, that's one of them. <laughs> and that's it. So the problem is, is the people going there because there's no more shows. The shows are gone. Not necessarily. They're gonna be bringing. They're bring, they're gonna bring back some of the shows back. Be, they're going but, to. But we'll we'll get into that in the right theme park now, news. Right now it's miserable. Yeah. Because normally the shows hold a couple thousand people, and if there's five shows going on, then about a third of the park is watching a show, which makes mm -hmm. the, the park less crowded. Now, God. Hey guys, welcome to the the rise, where its rise will be sixty to two hours wait time. Hey. Well, and it's tough to tell somebody like they're gonna spend a fortune to go to Star Wars Land. They're not gonna be able to do anything there. It's too crowded to. Um, you, you can't book a reservation for the lightsabers. You have to wait three hours to build a droid. Mm -hmm. um, to get into the cantina, you have to book that 180 days in advance. It's rough, man. It's horrible, man. But uh, let's go ahead and jump. Let's go ahead and jump right into our first segments. We're gonna do. We are going to do some theme park history. Are you ready, sir? Nope. In 1971, <laughs> Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground opens to the public here in Florida. Absolutely. Have you been to, to Fort Wilderness? I go to Fort Wilderness at least 
probably two to four times a year just to hang out. They have a a phenomenal lobby, a gr a huge lobby with a beautiful tree. Oh, right the Wilderness in, Lodge. Wilderness Lodge, yeah. right in the middle of the uh, hotel. It looks beautiful, man. Really beautiful. But you're right, because I I've been to Fort Wilderness and Campground maybe once in my life, huh? but not not more than that. So well, it's where the you do review used to be. Yes. Uh, so. In 1970, in 1978, a 90-minute TV show airs the wonderful world of Disney to celebrate whose birthday? Mickey Mouse. You're absolutely yep. correct. Mickey Mouse's birthday. 78? 1978. So how old is Mickey Mouse? He would have been, he's currently 92. That's absolutely right. He's 92 years old. So yeah, I remember the 90th birthday, dude. His 90th birthday blowout was huge when he talked and everything. And he had the birthday outfit on, him and Minnie. I mean, there were people that would wait in line for four hours to talk to Mickey Mouse. Really? Mm -hmm. Four hours just talk to Mickey Mouse mm -hmm. with the, the movable animatronic mask? Yep. <laughs> That's pretty dope. In 1990, Disney World Beach Club Resort opens to the public and Atlantic Wear and Wardrobe Emporium Shop. Really? They both open up on the, on the same year. See, I didn't know that that was... Man, that was late. I'm sure it was. Hollywood Studios opened up in 89. Mm hmm Wow, interesting. I didn't know that those were that, that the Beach Club was that far behind it because, okay, good sure. to know. 1996, Disney Online official officially launches its Internet Disney Store. 96. 96. Man, when did I, 96 would have been, I'm just trying to think of what was popular then because the AOL Instant Messenger came out. Well, I was seven years old. I would have been so. 96, I was, yeah, I was 14. I'm trying to remember what I was, because then I, that was back when I was into like Magic the Gathering and Overpower mm -hmm. and all the card games and the comic books and stuff like that, Dungeons and Dragons. So I, it's not like I had friends to talk to anyway. <laughs> um, you nerd. I, I think AOL Instant Messenger was out. Because, yeah, because I think, because my sister was 12 and I was 14 and we would fight over who got to use it because we had one good computer. Because <laughs> computers were expensive back then. So you guys, were, so you guys were probably like rock paper scissors for the no, for the, it was just like uh, I'd, I'd be on, and then it just got to the point where I got so frustrated arguing with her about it all the time. That was when I would just I I left. I'd go to the comic book store and I'd be there till 10 o'clock. It's like screw you, I'm going to the comic book store. Mm -hmm. Okay, keep bringing me something back. Hell no. <laughs> My sister, we, we lived two completely opposite lives. It was she was the cool chick and she hung out with all of her cool friends, and I was the uber nerd and I hung out with all my nerd friends. It's all good, man. And then, yep. All right, so we were talking about Fast Pass earlier, right? Oh boy. In 1999, Fast Pass issued its first used attraction at Disneyland. Do you want to take a guess which thing? At which, Disneyland? At Disneyland. Not in Disney World, but in Disneyland. Which Disneyland attraction had its very first issued Fast Pass? It wasn't Mr. Toad, because that nope. doesn't have Fast Passes. Nope. It wasn't Pirates of the Caribbean, because that doesn't have Fast Passes. Nope. It wasn't Haunted Mansion, because I don't think they... They just got Fast Passes. Mm -hmm. um, let's go with the OG. Was it Peter Pan? It was not Peter Pan. Was it one of the original rides or was yes. it a new ride? Okay, it was. Well, again, it wasn't Mr. Toad, it wasn't Peter Pan, it wasn't Rock. Would you like a hint, sir? Yeah. Do, 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 oh, really? Yeah, that makes sense. It's a small world. <laughs> yes, sir. Small world. In 2004, Tim Allen receives a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, a Walk of Fame, and National Treasure, starring Nicolas Cage, oh. was released to theaters. I hate how much I love that movie. I really do. <laughs> I love them both. I thought those movies were brilliant. I wish they would have done a third one. It's it's a it's a fun. I mean, the problem with those movies like like National Treasure mm. or like The Da Vinci Code or 
once you've seen it once, it's like that was br-. like even the Sherlock Holmes movies. I, I rewatch them a couple of times, mm-hmm. but like after you've seen them, it's like I've solved the crime. So now there's really nothing leading up to it that's a mystery. So when you rewatch it, you're just looking for Easter eggs at that point. Joey, Joey, I gotta tell you something. Huh. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it was a bro- what a what a concept. What an absolutely brilliant. Concept. It was. And finally, for your theme park history, in 2012, what do you think happened in 2012? 2012, what was I doing in 2012? In theme park history? Yes. Uh, now, it has, to be, it, has to do, it has to do with the theme parks. So, and not just, only, not just only a theme park, but a theme park that's here locally in Orlando, Florida. Or what theme park? At least Magic like, Kingdom. 2012 Magic Kingdom would have been... Did they rebrand the castle? They did not rebrand the castle, but I went to the grand opening of this certain land. Oh, New Fantasyland. Yeah, so correct, right, man. Yeah. Wow, it's been eight years already. Good lord. Eight years. I was there for the opening, like the grand opening of it. I remember it was. Oh, you had to beg, borrow, lie, cheat, and steal to get into that stupid that eating with the bell in the castle. So, oh. The, this is before my. This is before I met my wife. Now the girl who was dating, she at the time she was a, a cast member for Disney, and she goes, "Hey, I have two extra grand opening passes to go check out the new Fantasyland attraction. Do you want to go check it out?" I said, "Yes, I do. I would love to go check out the new, the new Fantasyland attraction." After that, we went to uh, we went to Epcot, did food and wine festival. We had a couple of straw- strawberry margaritas. And then we went back to Magic Kingdom, do the Fantasyland thing again because we had a chance to ride uh, Seven Dwarfs, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So it was, you know, it was a pretty cool sight at first. Seven, seven you know, Dwarfs Mine Train is an overplayed. It sure is. It's an over, it's an overrated attraction. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is a lines. joke. It's a joke, man. Seven it Dwarfs sucks. Mine Train is a joke. It's not. It's here's the deal. I get what the premise is. They want little kids to be able to ride roller coasters. So I get it. But it's a joke because grown-ass adults wait in line for that thing. Uh, it's gonna tilt back and forth, tilt back and forth, and all of a sudden, hey, I'm gonna throw up. It's it's just <clears throat> again, it, it is what it is, <laughs> and what it is is I'm not a fan of what it is. It's it, it is what it is. All right, Joey. Before we jump before we jump into beer school, yep. let's go ahead and play our favorite game, the celebrity birthday game. Are you ready, sir? Let's do it. Happy birthday to Adam Driver, who all, you know him as Kylo Ren. Adam Driver, he's got to be a baby. He's got to be like 26, maybe. He is 37 years old. God, he's a year younger than me. That's okay, how fair. about how about underwear underwear model Fabio? Calvin Klein. Oh, Calvin Klein. Oh, Calvin Klein. Back to the Future, Calvin Klein. <laughs> I mean, are we talking old? Like, is, you mean the model or the guy who created it? No, the guy who created <clears throat> Calvin Klein. Like the guy Calvin Klein. Um, like 60. I want to go higher, buddy. 80. You're close. 78 years 78. old. 78. Wow. Okay. Happy birthday to, from Silence of the Lambs, Jodie Foster. 60. 58. Man, okay. dude, you're doing good. All right. How many people actually I've heard of before? All right. How about this guy? Talk show. Talk show host Larry King. Oh God, Larry King's got to be like 86. He is 87. You yeah, are. Yeah, there you like go, man. There you be. go. Happy birthday to Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan's up there, but not crazy up there. I'm gonna say like. She's my mom's age, 60? 59. Okay, yeah, she's my mom's age. And finally, happy birthday to the CEO of Twitter, Jack Dorsey. I actually took one of his investors on tour. Fun fact. Nice. Um, 
I'm gonna say he's young. I'm gonna say like 44. On the money, 44 really? four years I thought old. So, I thought the guy I took was in his early 40s. I figured. Okay. All right, guys, for our 100th episode, this is beer number 42. Joey, it's now time for beer school. What do you have on tap for today, man? Beer school was a fun little a coincidence. Hold up. Speaking of beer school, let me finish this one. Salud. That's right, man. Salud. All right. Beer school was fun. So I was actually going to Universal Studios because I was trying to film the, um, the the Christmas tree trek. Right. And I got literally sidetracked. Like, like somebody hit me with a hammer. I'm walking into Universal Studios. <clears throat> and I look to the left. Excuse me. <clears throat> to a city walk. Continue. I look to the left. And there's Bubba Gump's. You, it's the first thing you see on the left-hand side. I love and that. I, I noticed, love that restaurant, dude. It's great. It's look, if you want to see this, if you go to um, uh, YouTube.com/slash/c as in channel/slash Joey Mazan, J-O-E-Y-M-A-Z-Z-A-N-T. Go to my page. Subscribe, please. The the latest video posted. I actually reviewed the beer I'm about to talk about mm -hmm. because Bubba Gump is the perfect mix of nostalgia, restaurant, and theming because it breaks the fourth wall, but it does it in a very fun way. Mm -hmm. That it feels like the restaurant from the movie, but they break the fourth wall by putting props from the movie up everywhere. Very clever, very cool. I walk up and I notice they had a giant sandwich board out front with a display that said, we now proudly serve Jenny. In honor of the, they had a, whatever the anniversary would be, I think it was 96. So it'll the be their, anniversary, yeah. Or 20, 25th anniversary. 20, yeah. They, again, the theming is Forrest Gump the movie, and if Forrest Gump owned the restaurant and they were getting into this craft brew thing that everybody's doing, if he's going to name his beer anything, it's a blonde ale mm -hmm. named Jenny. <laughs> so I, I, I literally didn't even film my, my Christmas tree video because I was so inclined that I went in and I talked to the manager and he petitioned me to do this video for him. So I did oh, a wow. video about Jenny. And this is a delicate, crisp, and citrus blonde ale, perfect to pair with our Jenny's Catch or Forest Seafood Feast, is what they say. Okay. Um, malt, pale, it's a, I'm sorry, the malts are, it's a, it's got a, a pale malt, crystal malt, the hops are Magnum, Mosaic, Laurel, Mandarina, Bavaria. So, huh? basically all you need to understand, 5.2%, the IBU puts it at 37 um, starting gravity is 11.5, terminal gravity 1.8, color 5.1, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The important thing to keep in mind, it's a pale ale. It's very, it's, it's sweet, but it's not fruity sweet. Like, it's not like Saison or okay. like a sour sweet. It's just a pale ale named after uh, Forrest Gump's love interest, Jenny. Now, would you compare it to the beer you just had, the uh, your Ultra? Or Ultra is my basic, basic dude bro beer. Or would you compare it to a Shock Top? No, no, no. Um, Shock Top is a... Uh, Hef, not a Hefeweizen. Um, it is a um, IPA. IPA, it's, yes. It's like a, it's, it's, it, they use a orange peel and whatnot. Um, a blonde ale is very. <laughs> what do think about it's, that? It's, you're, you're basically making the, the. It's an ale, so it's not. It's not a um, a pilsner like okay. you're thinking. It's not like a Budweiser. It's not a Coors. It's not a, a Miller. It's not an MGD. I should say. Right. Um, a pale ale is a completely different flavor profile. So. It's sweet. It's not so sweet that it hits you over the head with a hammer, but it's very light to drink. So you could drink three or four of them, but at 5.2% alcohol, it's not going to hurt you. So um, big ups to uh, Bubba Gump, the Landry's Corporation who owns it, and uh, Forrest Gump. Um, at the end of the video, as I said, Mama always, uh, Mama always, used, always said, uh, 
life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. So shout out to Bubba Gump. And a huge shout out to Tom Hanks, who portrayed Forrest Gump. Oh, dude. I mean, <laughs> there aren't many men better. You can. You can describe that. So, He's perfect. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into something that I kind of want to talk about. All right. Uh, Let's talk about uh, one of our favorite episodes that we have had on Remy's B- B- Goof Duck and Remy's Roundtable. Because remember, you and I were recording back when we when we started as Goof Duck, yeah. and then we jumped right into Remy's Roundtable. I like I, I like a, a couple of the early episodes were good. I like the one where we interviewed your dad's boy, the, the drummer. Oh, Mark Claremont, yeah. Yeah, dude, Mark was what a cool dude. That guy had so many stories about famous rock stars he's actually partied with. Um, I loved going with. Um, who was it? You, me, and uh, JD. JD. Yeah. JD over to um, the NBA experience. Yeah, because we were fortunate. We were one of the only people that got to see it. It was only open for like a month, and then it closed. Yeah. And it hasn't <laughs> reopened yet. City Works has reopened. The, uh, that's group, good. The, the, the bar that's attached to it with uh, almost 90 beers on tap at all times. See, I think what City Works could do, if they had the, the proper revenue and the proper income, they could just buy out NBA experience and well, turn no, that it's, into it's one of the like same. A, you know, it's, all, it's owned by the same company. Right. They have the same parent company. Company. It's all basketball themed, so it's brilliant. I love it. I'm, I'm again, I, it's I'm a fan. I like that they're doing it, but until COVID, because I mean, basically the NBA experience is you're touching shit all day long. You're touching stuff. Yeah. So you, know, they'd have to sanitize every button, every trophy, yep. every. It's. I it's, think, I think one of my favorite episodes that we've did done with each other was our very first lecture with a five-minute professor. Dude, he's such a good dude. That was our, like one of my favorite episodes we did because you and I both sucked at his his uh, quiz and we're he like, be, damn it. Right now, I, that too soon and all, but man, I, if he knew the right people to get him involved, he'd be the perfect Jeopardy host. Oh, hell yeah. He'd be perfect. Hell yeah. He just, I, obviously, he doesn't know the right people. He doesn't have the right chops. I mean, that's not the right chops. I'm sorry. He has the chops. He doesn't he have does the connections. He does have the chops, yes. He doesn't have the connections, and that's the hardest part about Hollywood. We joke all the time. I've been on two I've been on two nationally syndicated TV shows, but I can't get a job working in a theme park <laughs> because I don't know I don't know the locals. And my other my other favorite would be Of course, we have to give a shout out to Mandy. Oh, Chef Mandy. God, yes. I can't believe that she I know. COVID. Guys, she'll be back with us in December, she'll, so yeah, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. She, she yes. got COVID. She went to visit her family. She got COVID, so she's at home nursing that monstrosity. So. Yes. Yeah, so Sorry, Chef. We miss you. Yeah, Chef. We do miss you a lot. But my other favorite one was when I started geeking out over my uh, Tower of Power podcast that we did. That was fun. I was such a geek, man. <laughs> that was so cool to meet him, though. And the dude, oh my gosh, the guy, yeah, the of, great guess, the guy man. who did the voice of Roger Rabbit. Charles Flesher. Dude, that was rad. And also, uh, the guy who did the voice of Rocco. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, we had but, a good time, man. But we, have a, we as well have some good news. Uh, Mark gave me a, uh, a guy who, for me to get in contact. Uh, guys, this, this is news for Joey and I because Joey actually looked up to this guy before, and you've seen him in Spaceballs, Police Academy. Guys, we're gonna be ha- we're gonna be featuring very soon no. Michael Winslow. No, ki- I thought you were gonna say it. No kidding. Yes. Wow. Oh, the questions so, I have from. Oh, the dude from Sister Act was mad nice too. Oh yeah, uh, Robin Toby, T- um, Tobin. 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 Uh, Ryan Tobin. Yeah, Ryan. To- I was gonna. Yeah, to- Tobin Ryan. Right? Tobin, yeah, yeah. He's got two freeze. Yes. <laughs> first name. I was gonna make sure. Ryan Toby. What a That's nice guy, dude. <laughs> He talked to us for my gosh, like we only o- wanted, almost an hour. Yeah, we wanted eight minutes of his time, and he. Just, oh no, he's he our rambling. <laughs> so good for him, he's awesome. Anyway, guys, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're gonna play some Remy's trivia. Which is, this is going to be going to be our Thanksgiving trivia. All right. You are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify.
Welcome back, guys, to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Guys, so far we've been having a couple beers. We're having, we had some great food. We're live here at Front Row in Ocoee, Florida, home to Remy's Roundtable. Absolutely. Um, they're good to us, man. They let us. They post us up here on the stage. They let us do our thing. Uh, keep us blocked off from everything. Just it's rock star status here, man. It Very is. Nice. We're, we got our own little <laughs> VIP room, guys. If you it's guys, nice. If you guys have been here, we actually have a uh, a billboard that says Remy's Roundtable. <laughs> We're getting there. there. There will come a time. <laughs> but I wish we had more local listeners. Yes. A lot of our listeners are from all over the world. If we had more local listeners, we could do a meetup here. Oh yeah, definitely. One hundred percent. Uh, welcome back guys, my name is Remy and always with me is, man, you guys know him, you seen, you guys need to check out his YouTube channel, you need to check out all of his videos that he has been posting. Just me playing in the theme park. There you go. Welcome back to uh, the one only, the Dremazant. Appreciate it fam, it's good to be back. Alright buddy, are you ready, so before we get into some uh, Remy's trivia, which is going to be our Thanksgiving uh, trivia. This is game. There is this game that I've been playing nonstop lately. All right. It's like we're, it, the, like we were, we were off air talking about it. It's like roller coaster tycoon. Roller coaster tycoon. Roller coaster tycoon. Except it's like high def now. They re revamped it. Okay. So it's called Planet Coaster. What uh, console is it on? It's on every single con every single console. PlayStation, <clears throat> Xbox, PC, Macintosh, all the computer systems you can find it. It's on there. Uh, it costs $49.99, so 50, 50 bucks for this right. game. So I've been building my theme park exactly like Universal Studios, oh, except cool. I've been adding like rides from Busch Gardens, SeaWorld, Disney. Oh, so you can use so actual rides? You can, but you have to build them on your own. So oh, if, okay. you know, if you know the mindset of how the ride works, you go, oh shit, I can put this here, I can put that here, I, I can put to, this here. I did that whenever, whenever Minecraft first came out and everybody was playing Minecraft like crazy. And I used to play with my nephew because I can't believe he's gonna, he's like 11 now. He's gonna be 11 in June. Or no, he turned oh, 11 wow. in June. Dude, I'm telling you, I still remember when he was a baby. Is he taller than you? Is he taller than you? No, we're not, we're not a tall family. <laughs> but um, now, it's, now I play Fortnite with him because that's all he wants to do. But okay. we used to play Minecraft back in the day. And it was funny because I built, I was trying to build the Las Vegas Strip. Did it I work? Built, it was looking cool. I built the Luxor. That took me a few months. Damn. Um, but I had to build like giant statues of Anubis. I had to get the measurements right. It took forever, but it was it was worth it. And then I started building the Excalibur, and right about that time, he got bored of it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> we've been working so hard. So, so I finished the exact replica of Shikra at Bush Gardens. Cool. And that took me literally five hours to build. Oh wow. So I took a I took a day to you know make sure all the specs were good. Then the next day, make sure that was good. And then a couple hours go by. I'm like. Okay, it looks good now. Now I'm on to my next project, which I finished that last night. I did the exact replica of Manta over at SeaWorld. SeaWorld is such an underappreciated theme park because Blackfish, I think, gave them a bad rap. Yeah, they did. But it's a shame because SeaWorld is such an underappreciated park and it's so wonderful. It's a great park. Yeah. I mean, what's your, what's your favorite ride out there? If you had a choice, if you had a pick between... I, you gotta remember, I don't like I know you don't like rides, but if you had a choice between Kraken or Manta, which one would you go on? Again, it's not really my thing. For me, I just enjoyed. I wish they wouldn't have got rid of Shamu's Happy Harbor. I'm an exercise oh, fanatic. Man. I'm an exercise fanatic. I but just it, like climbing turn, on the ropes. But they turn into uh, Sesame Street. It's cute, but I mean, like literally, I was that kid at the theme park where I was cool with it being a virtual babysitter. Like when I was, I was. A, I'm trying to think of how old I was. Babysitter Samus, Joey. No, no, I, I was happy with the virtual babysitter with 
When I was a kid, Shamu's Happy Harbor opened, I want to say in the in the 90s, maybe? Mid-90s, because right next door is Wild Arctic, which Wild Arctic, Wild Arctic came out in 1992. So, when Shamu's Happy I'm sorry, Harbor I'm sorry, opened... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 95. 95. Okay. So, when Shamu's Happy Harbor opened, I was like 12 years old. So, all I wanted to do was run and jump and climb and mm -hmm. do kid stuff. I wanted to, I loved, I wanted to be on, I wanted to be on Ninja Warrior 20 years before Ninja Warrior came out. Oh no. I just like being a ninja. <laughs> I liked climbing on things and jumping and I was crazy. So like I would tell my mom and dad, we'd go to, we'd go to SeaWorld and I would be like, I'm going to go climbing. Give me five bucks so I can buy lunch later. Pick me up when you're done. Yeah, and it I works. Would spend twelve hours just climbing ropes. I loved it. So like that's literally me at a theme park. Even me as an adult, if I go to Universal Studios, I don't ride rides. I walk around. Walk I do around. video. I take pictures. I drink a few beers. I get to maybe 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 go see a couple shows. I maybe go see the, uh, the new Jason Bourne stunt tacular over in Universal Studios, oh, Florida. Cool. What's going on? My nephew just speaking of the devil. <laughs> he just texted me. He got the Scholastic Achievement Award from the Rotary Club of Fort Myers for academic citizen excellence. Congratulations, Good man. For him. I'll Congratulations. Give him a call a bit and I'll tell him. Well done. And awesome. Also silence, that doesn't. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, you're right, dude. I mean, when you go out to the theme parks, you walk around, you're getting a lot of steps in. You're walking over almost 10 to 12 miles. It's right around 10. It's usually like closer to 7, but on a busy day. Like, if you go all day, <clears throat> like, if you're going to hard grind, get there at 9 a.m. 20 to 30 night, miles at no, least. You, it's roughly like 15. It's, okay. It's because it's not that big. You have to remember, you don't walk as much as you think you do. You walk, yeah. you walk more than you might, but you don't walk as much as you think you do because there's a lot of stopping and a lot of sitting. Well, see, when I was in marching, when I was in marching band, you had to walk like almost every single time on that on that field. But when you get to the stands, you're like, all right, I'm just gonna take a little break and relax and tune my instrument up a little bit. But then, nope, get back on the field. Saxophone. saxophone yeah. Cool. I was, I played. Uh, really good. Uh, I played saxophone and drums for a little bit because we had a drummer who was out for the entire week. Bandroid comes in, he's like, Remy, I need to play on snare. I'm like, man, you don't know if I can play snare drum or not. He's like, oh yeah? Prove it. All right, all right here. He's like, you can play snare, right? I'm like, I'm like, screw you. Okay, you I'm, I'm in it. <laughs> what? Did you have to read the cadence? Nope. Because <clears throat> I, mem I memorize the cadence. That's the thing. Like, when my first head snare, snare guy goes, Remy, play the cadence. I'm like, he's like, oh damn, this guy knows how to play. Okay. Alright buddy, are you ready to play some Remy's Trivia Thanksgiving Edition? Alright, Thanksgiving Trivia, let's hear it. Here we go, man. How long was the first Thanksgiving celebration? Wow. I mean, I want to say it was a day, but I imagine back then with all the prep and everything, let's, let's give it a week. Three days. Three days, okay. Three days. Three was longer than a day, but I, yeah. <clears throat> Besides turkey, turkey was not even on the menu for the original Thanksgiving. Really? So what meats were served at the first Thanksgiving celebration? Let's go with the obvious. Uh, I'm going to say probably pig. Nope. No pig? No pig. No boar or anything like nope. that? Nope. No pig. Oh my gosh. I thought that would have been the... I thought for sure that would have been the gimme. Nope. Um, no pig. No pig. There's a protein though. <gasps> There's a lot of protein on here, but... Those really? Are, yeah. Right, so how about... Yeah. What was... What was... Pheasant? Like a small bird about yay big? Is that all? Really? I've never had pheasant before, I'm guessing. Um... Eagle? No. God, no. Parrot? No, not I don't know, man. What was All right, it? you ready? <clears throat> Venison. Oh, deer. Hell yeah, I love deer. Swan. Really? I didn't even know you could eat swan. Duck. And you could eat duck. And goose. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know you could so, eat swan 
when I was, so when I was on Ryan Holmes, uh, gave, I want to give a shout out to Ryan Holmes and Troy Bowie for having me on their podcast, Poking the Bear. Uh, we were talking about, you know, I, what, time, what type of exotic birds would you want to eat? And I said, how about a pelican? He goes, nah, I don't want to talk about a pelican. I'm like, okay, how about a swan? He goes, you know what? I was thinking about swan the other day. I'm like, really, Ryan, you have? He goes, well, kind of. Nice. So I'm like, so how would you cook it? He goes, chop the head off and then feather, feather, feather it off and then yeep. I'm like, okay, all right. Uh, who, was, who was the first president to pardon a turkey? It was either, was it Lyndon B. Johnson? Nope. Was it Nixon? No. Oh, those are the two names that immediately came to mind because I've heard this story before. Space Center. <clears throat> oh, it was Kennedy. JFK. I was, I was one JFK. Too late. Yep, 60s. Yep. How many calories on average are consumed per person at Thanksgiving? Oh gosh, it's got to be something obscene. I mean, you need between 1,800 or 2,000 to function, so it's probably something stupid. Is it like 3,000? 4,500 oh, calories. Yeah, disgusting. <laughs> oh, oh, it makes me sick to think about it. When was the first Thanksgiving NFL game? What year? It was the Cowboys versus the Indians, right? Let's go with that, but in what year? Um, in what year, though? Well, that's in like what year? Not 78. Up or down? Down. Really? 73? Up. 77. Down. What was it? Eight, 1876. 1876. 1876 was the very first NFL game. It was the very first football game. And it wasn't the Cowboys versus the Indians. It was... Yeah, let's go with that. Cowboys and Indians. No, 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 but I, don't think, I don't think we had those teams yet. There was originally only like six teams, right? I think so. It could be three teams. Anyway, we're, we're still I'll drinking. Look it up. That's we're, interesting. We're still drinking. Interesting. How many women were at the very first Thanksgiving celebration? Let's go with like 20. Five. Oh, five women. How many men? Did not get that. Okay, moving <laughs> Which president refused to celebrate Thanksgiving? Is it something new or something old? Okay. Um, Lincoln? Uh-uh. Newer or older? $20 bill. Jackson? Okay, I made a mistake. Uh-huh. <laughs> I made a mistake on that. Alright. He's either on, I think he's on the, the, the $10 bill or the $20 um, bill. Jefferson? Jefferson is absolutely okay. correct. Thomas Jefferson. <clears throat> yes, yeah. sir. How many turkeys are prepared for Thanksgiving each year? Like currently? Currently. Holy cow. Um, I'll use a nice round number. We'll say a million. 46 million. God, that would have taken <laughs> me forever to get there. Oh how, my gosh. How many pumpkin pies are consumed every Thanksgiving? I currently. Mean, it's, it's, <laughs> let's say 10 million. 50 million. God, more than the turkey. <laughs> Good lord. All right, last question. Last question. Are you ready, sir? Yeah. Black Friday is the biggest day of the year for what trade profession? Interesting. The biggest day of the year for what trade profession? I mean, is it just retail? Not retail. Bartenders? Not bartenders. Stay-at-home moms? Toilets. Really? Plumbers. That's insane. Plumbers, man. That's plumbers. Insane. It makes sense, but that's insane. So, but we need to figure out who were the first teams that played during 1876. Well, I want to say I want to know that because the very first one football started. Because I've looked all this up before. Because me being from Pittsburgh, right? 
Uh, guys, uh, we wanted to give a shout out to the people here at Front Row in Ocoee, Florida for having us here today and uh, having us record our podcast. So what we got for the history of, it goes all the way back to the NFL wasn't founded until the 1920s. Okay. So it, and it was the, um, it was founded as the Professional Football Association, the APFA. APFA. With 10 teams. Okay. Um, those 10 teams, only two found, uh, let's see here, they were the Decatur Staley's, which is now the Chicago Bears. All right. The Chicago Cardinals, which is now the Arizona Cardinals. The Green Bay Acme Packers, which is the Green Green Bay Bay Packers. Packers. Uh, In the 30s, we started to get, let's see, doesn't get into it. Really? Oh, the birth of a new league. The 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 birth of a new league? The Akron Pros. The Canton Bulldogs, the Green Bay Packers, the Columbus Panhandlers. Okay. <laughs> um, it, it's pretty funny. And that was from the, the Chicago Tigers, which the Detroit Tigers is their baseball team now. The Toledo Maroons, the Racine Legion, the Muncie Flyers, which I think they're from. The Muncie Pittsburgh. Flyers? Interesting. But um, yeah, so Minneapolis, Green Bay, Milwaukee. Chicago, Racine, Detroit, Toledo, Canton. So basically, it was only the Northeastern United States were the only people that had football teams. And there were small towns. It wasn't until the 50s that we really started to see what we now know today. Well, well, well. Interesting. All right. Guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to be joined by the one and only, the five-minute professor. He's going to give us a lecture on pizza today. So hopefully, Joey and I will uh, be able to pass this quiz, which... I think we are going to pass it because Joey's Italian and I'm uh, not Italian. You like pizza. But I do love pizza, man. Right. You guys are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Welcome back, guys, to Remy's Roundtable. This has been a phenomenal podcast. It's our 100th episode. So, so far on the program, you have heard Tom and Dan. You've heard uh, guys from uh, Rob. He's our guest today. We're talking about his famous pinball machines and whatever. Uh, welcome back, guys. My name is Remy, and with me is my wife, Jen. Hello. And my dad. Hey, hey. And, guys, you have heard this guy before. Plenty of times from Real Radio 104.1 and at Post Time Lounge. It is now time for. It's time to rise above the fun jokes and hemorrhoid humor. And actually learn something. This is the Five Minute Professor. How you doing, Professor? It's great to see you, sir. It's great to be seen by you, Remy, and the round table. Lovely having all of you here. Uh, so I, I, I think I misunderstood something. I thought you said this was our 100. I thought this was going to be a really long podcast. Oh no! Just kept going no. And going no. And going. 
No. no. I, I came on for hour 100. <laughs> and, and that's a fair confusion. That's good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. A little different than spelling. But yes, this is our 100th episode on Remy's Roundtable. Okay. All right. That makes sense. So, it, I mean, my buddy says, dude, you ever done 100 episodes? I'm like, yeah. Where have you been? I was like, dude, I've already listened to 80 of them. I'm like, okay, we're missing 20 more episodes. Well, you know, there's a chance to, to catch up. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing. Sometimes I'm given direction, and sometimes I take careful observation, and mm -hmm. sometimes I don't. Um, I remember now, now, that you said, hey, this is going to be our Thanksgiving episode, so we want to have, like, a Thanksgiving theme, and I am ill-prepared for that. It's all good. I got something it's totally all good. ready it's for you. I got... But, but really, the reason is... Because, and um, I, I'm, I'm not in any way embarrassed or ashamed to say this, so I spent two weeks not getting to do my gigs because I had a positive COVID test. Now, this is the thing. I on purpose go out where people are, and I on purpose walk around amongst people. So quite frankly, if anyone was likely to get it, it was me. The embarrassment that I did suffer was that I felt like I had gotten sick with something else because I initially had a rapid test and it said I was negative. So I thought I had somehow managed to get sick with something else right. in the face of a global pandemic. Now, one in 25 people in the state of Florida has managed to come down with at least the virus, whether or not they exhibit mm -hmm. symptoms or not. And I was, quite frankly, never sick. I had a day where I didn't feel good, and then I had a cough, which lasted about 10 days. That is the extent of my symptoms. Some people have it dramatically worse. But, having said that, all of that, it meant two weeks without me getting to come to post time, which, if you're unfamiliar with post time, it's kind of a dive. All right? Yeah, it, it is. It really is kind of a dive. And I say that knowing that Mike Pinter, who's the boss, is here. Okay? In addition to this place, he owns um, strip clubs. Oh! That's, that's Mike Pinter's business model. And this place has no business having pizza that is as good as they have. Their pizza is really, really good. And as a result of that, my lecture today is about pizza. And specifically, the difference between Chicago-style pizza and New York-style pizza. Okay. So, like a thinner crust versus a deep So, So here's the thing. First of all, pizza is not that old. It really isn't. Original pizza came from around Napoli, and quite frankly, the best pizza I have ever eaten in my entire life is right outside of the ruins of Pompeii. And it, it's the sort of thing where you, you eat the crust and it's got a little bit of tomato on it, it's got some cheese on it, and you say, oh, this is what they're all trying to do. Mm. Okay, so, and the crust is just unbelievable there. And that's all it is, and it's more or less round, and it's it doesn't have tomato sauce. It's got tomatoes, and it's got basil, and it's got mozzarella cheese. That's what pizza is in Napoli. All right, it's kind of like cheesy bread. Okay, and it's great. And the water there, there must be something about the water because it's excellent. So, I don't know how familiar you are with John Stewart. You ever hear of the guy? I love John yes. Stewart. Okay, John Stewart hates Chicago-style pizza. These are some of his quotes about Chicago-style pizza tomato soup in a bread bowl. 
above-ground marinara pool for rats. Now, having said that, John Stewart is not a New York guy. He's a New Jersey guy, but he really is associated with New York-style pizza. Mm-hmm. Okay, so pizza came to New York in the 1900s. Really, it was brought back by soldiers hmm. from the Second World War who were in Italy and discovered this thing which I found in Napoli. Okay? So that's how pizza came to the United States. It's not like it's been around for a million years. So in defense of the Chicago-style pizza, I like a Chicago-style pizza if that's what I'm eating. If what I'm eating is essentially a bread bowl full of tomato sauce. There you go. (laughs) But it was created in the 1940s. And certainly no later than 1943, because Pizzeria Uno was founded in 1943. And it's, if you call something a pie, it should look like a pie. And Chicago style looks like a pie. If you tell me New York style pizza looks like a pie, I'm going to tell you, you need to see an obstetrician, an optician, an ophthalmologist, and and also... An obstetrician. I mean, just just to check. Just, just, just to fish bowl? see how things are going. Is that a fishbowl over there? I can't see that well. Oh, my God. All right, so here's the thing. You cook it in cast iron pans, 425-degree oven. takes half an hour to make the damn pizza Ooh. because you got to cook it, and what you've essentially got is soup inside of this thing you're cooking. And the sauce tends to be sweeter than a, a more traditional New York-style yeah. pizza sauce. But here's it. Here's the real key. No matter how much you want to call it Chicago-style deep-dish pizza, Mm -hmm. it's not really from Chicago. It's created by a guy from Wills Point, Texas, Ike Sewell. So here's what he is. So he's a guy from Texas, decides to make this pizza, goes to Chicago, opens Pizzeria Uno, and starts selling a pizza he calls a Chicago style, which he made up. Wow. So, this is my absolute belief. You grow up with the pizza you love. The pizza you have when you're growing up is the right kind of pizza. My right kind of pizza is disgusting. It is a kind of New York-y style pizza with pools of grease absolute pools of grease on top of the tomatoes and the cheese and the if you pick it up it just slides off that's orbit pizza that's the pizzeria that i could go to from my house that is pizza it is terrible i like lots of food which are not a pizza we'll see but that's pizza it is but we'll see dad you went to you and mom went to chicago and you guys actually had Chicago pizza. Yeah, and I can eat pizza, but I had one slice. I mean, I well, could, it was, you know. Okay, let's. This, you know, it's four inches high. Let, let's let's talk a little bit about this. So the first New York style pizza shop opens in 1905. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's Gennaro Lombardi. It's a good Italian guy. And he wouldn't. John Stewart would not have liked Gennaro's pizza. Because he put the sauce on the top. What? But here's one of the things about the New York style pizza, which I think you were just mentioning. It is typically an 18 inch pizza 
18 inch round cut into pieces. Here's the math. The radius of nine inches squared times pi is 254 square inches of pizza in a pizza. 254 square inches of pizza. Divide that by eight, that's still 31 square inches of pizza. Jeez. That's a lot of damn pizza. That's why they go by the slice. Yes. Now you compare that to a reasonable size pizza here at Cosan, a medium, which is 14 inches. And that means that a slice of pizza is 19 square inches. Damn. <laughs> so a New York slice is one and a half times as Okay, big. so Professor, have you ever been to a Lazy Moon? Yes, I've been to Lazy all, Moon, all, which, which has right. the largest. Science. Bring it, bring it into your trunk. Make sure you yeah, have no, a van. If you get a large, you have to, yeah. You have, a, you have to put it on top of the car. Yeah. Well, do you want to tell you want to tell your story what happened when you had to pick it up from Lazy Moon and brought it to the house? Yeah, I had to move all the seats and put it out the window because <laughs> it, it wouldn't fit, and then it was all kind of cockeyed when we pulled it out. But but that's like that was one of my that was one of my experience of uh, trying out was uh, Lazy Moon and Dad and I had uh, he was, we were he came back from a gig and he goes hey we're gonna go for dinner time like let's go to Lazy Moon he's like I've never been there he goes what okay we're going there right now so we it's had the a best it, it is crust with the and then you dip it in the honey honey and the sriracha sauce oh well, kids are growing up on that yeah, yeah. they're in that area that's right their first if you go to UCF there's Lazy Moon right over there you go. All right. Yeah. You ever have frozen pizza? DiGiorno. Okay, so here's the thing. Red Baron. Consumer Reports analyzed dozens of frozen pizzas. Their best choice, although low marks for nutrition, Red Baron deep dish pizza. Wow. Red Baron. So five bucks. Also considered very good, Home Run In. Okay. And DiGiorno. I, I like I like the rising crust pizzas. Yeah. I do like yeah. those. Yeah. But but home run is disgusting. So it's, it's, it's still pizza. Okay, so I grew up I grew up on French bread pizza. Okay. So that was the thing that I would eat with my mom. Stouffer's. <laughs> that was the thing that started in the seventies. Uh, that that Stouffer's Stouffer's originally just sold the bread, and then they found people were making this. French bread pizza. So they started selling the French bread pizza, but they sold the frozen dough that you could use to make the, the French bread pizza. Uh, now, here's the thing. President Obama, we associate with Chicago. We grew mm-hmm. up, uh, born in Hawaii, moved around the world, actually, yeah. speaks a number of languages. However, I think we can all agree something about President Obama. His favorite pizza pizzeria does not sell pizza. I don't know what the hell this garbage is that they sell at Pie Pizzeria, but it's from St. Louis, which means they sell St. Louis-style pizza. Here's what St. Louis-style pizza is. Ribs. It's a super thin crust. It's like it's like unleavened bread, okay? It's like a cracker. And you do not cut St. Louis-style pizza into slices. You cut it into squares. You take a round pizza and you cut it into squares. Why? Kind of rectangles, actually. It's like the it's like the lunch deal they get over at Little Caesars. They do that little square-ish. Yeah, thin. And then there's yeah. California-style pizza. Okay. It looks like pizza. The toppings are, I believe, drug-induced. 
Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Ed Ledow, back in 1980 in San Francisco, was developing this modern take on the pizza at the same time that um, uh, people in Berkeley were experimenting with drugs. I think there's a real connection. <laughs> Uh, California style was made uh, famous by Wolfgang Puck and California Pizza Kitchen. Today, California Pizza Kitchen has over 200 locations in 32 states and 13 countries. They make a good frozen. They do. Yeah, they yeah, do. They do. Uh, it's started by a pair of lawyers, and I think it shows. Yeah. Um, <laughs> other things that are not Wreck pizza. Yes, the Wreck of the Edmonds. <laughs> so this is by Daniel singing. The Wreck <laughs> of the Edmonds. Because the day we're recording this is November 10th, 1975. It was the day of the actual wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Wow. That's how big that lake is. They lost a big old ship. Yeah. Damn. Bigger than most. (laughs) We got that one right. Yeah, we did. (laughs) So here are some other things which are not pizza. Calzone. Not pizza. In Naples. So in Naples, a calzone is absolutely nothing like pizza. If you go to Naples and you get a calzone, uh, you'll find that it's more like a bread. Much more like a bread. Whereas here for calzone, it's kind of like it's pizza dough with yeah. cheese and stuff. And yeah. Stuff. Okay. Italian calzone is bread with mozzarella and ricotta and parmesan and some tomatoes, maybe sauce, but probably tomatoes. So okay. it's more like French bread French pizza. French pizza. That's what it's more like, but better cheese. Yes. Hmm. In the U.S., calzones tend to be pizza dough rolled into a half moon and then crammed with toppings. That's what yes. it tends to be. Unless you call it a stromboli. Stromboli, just making things up. It's just totally making things up. It's essentially a rolled turnover with pizza toppings in the pizza dough. And it was first named for an Ingrid Bergman movie from 1950 directed by Roberto Rossellini. And with that, I'm ready for the quiz if you're ready for the quiz. Let's go ahead, let's go ahead and take a let's go ahead and take a quick commercial break. When we come back guys, it's time for our quiz about pizza. You guys you guys are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Welcome back, guys, to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. My name is Remy, and with me is my beautiful wife, Jen. Hello. My Papa Funk dad, Chuck. And, of course, we're joined by the one only, the five-man professor. Welcome to our 101. That's right. (laughs) So, the trivia question that you had tonight was, we were actually arguing about this. Perfect. Uh, it It was about your... Your internet question. Explore, oh. Firefox, Chrome, or Linux. I said it was Linux. So Linux is an open source, so it was a perfectly... He said it was Explorer, Explorer. which is not. Yeah, Explorer is definitely... So I said it was open source. Yes. So that's the key there, is it had to be open source. Linux 
and Mozilla Firefox are open source. They share their, their programming data so that other programmers can use it, which for sure Chrome doesn't do, mm -hmm. and for sure um, Explorer doesn't. See, and we also fought over Firefox being yep. what, what, what was a Firefox. Yeah. I told him it was a red panda. It's a red panda. And he didn't. <laughs> so what you learn, though, is the key to team trivia. And this is the most important thing to learn about team trivia. You want to have a good, well-rounded team where people know things that other people don't know. That's really... So on my team, I'm responsible for knowing anything that happened before 1861. Okay. <laughs> yep, yep, okay. So happened before 1861, my team expects me to know the answer. But that's not the important part about team trivia. The important part of team trivia is to find a question where you were right and your team went with a different answer and you never let them forget. That is the key to team trivia. It only needs to happen for? once, but you never <laughs> let them forget. The know, rest of the I team the can, get, can get 29 right no, answers. You, you need to get it right, but yeah. we... You guys got it wrong. Right, right. That's, That's what you've the been key. doing all night. I you, told you to pick that You one. need <laughs> to be the one who gets it right the and the team to, the yeah. team to be wrong. We, we the, totally last the, yeah, the last The last question, closer. I'm like, yeah, it could have been more than five minutes. I didn't know. I didn't know that either. When you look at it, it kind of looks like it just fell into the orbit. It's it's not even a third of the way around. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. I didn't know, I didn't, I yeah, I didn't know that either. That yep. was a good one. But uh, let's go ahead and jump okay. right into it. Guys, it's now time for our pizza quiz with the five-minute professor. Okay, so we told you at the end that the, um, the name Stromboli comes from a 1950 film, Stromboli, about living in a small island on the island, a small village on the island of Stromboli, which is a volcano which constantly erupts. So constantly, all the time it's erupting, but it's not like it's not like an explosive eruption. Okay. There's like always lava coming out of the top of this. Wow. And it, if you go by on a cruise ship, it's really neat because it looks like they're just throwing fireballs off the top of this island. That'd be a, that'd be a pretty cool picture moment right there. Okay. This constant eruption was mentioned in the writings of which famous Italian? Aristotle, Julius Caesar. Mussolini, Pliny the Elder, or Michelangelo? Who wrote about these constant eruptions? All right, I'm gonna take a first guess. If you guys can talk about it too, but I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Mussolini. Earlier than Mussolini. Okay, earlier Mussolini. Can I hear the... The choices again are Aristotle, Julius Caesar, Mussolini, Pliny the Elder, or Michelangelo. Julius Caesar? More recently than Julius Caesar. Then that means it's not Aristotle. That does mean it's not Aristotle. Who's Greek? Um, yeah, exactly. That's actually, that was kind of thrown in there. He's not a famous Italian. He's Greek. <laughs> He's Greek. Yeah, I, was yeah, I, was, I want a Greek pizza. Um, <laughs> that means it's Michelangelo or Pliny the Elder. Which one, babe? Well, I don't think it's Pliny the Elder. Michelangelo? It's Pliny the Elder. All right. Wow. Okay. Okay, so. <laughs> Whatever. So. <laughs> Most of what we know about a Vesuvius is not from Pliny the Elder, but from Pliny the Younger. What was the relationship between Pliny the Elder and Pliny the Younger? Father and son. Not father and son. Grandfather? Not grandfather and grandson. Brothers. Uncle and nephew. Oh. Pliny, Pliny the Younger. So what we know about Vesuvius 
So Pliny the Elder died in the eruption of Vesuvius. He actually died going to try and rescue people in Herculaneum when the pyroclastic flow came down the mountain. But most of what we know about that was written 50 years later by Pliny the Younger, which means we know crap. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's really what it means. If you wait 50 years to write something down, you are not going to get what we call the details correct. <laughs> that's very true. All right. There's so, some books written like that. Yes, there are a lot yes. of books written like that. Wow. So, I'm a nephew. I've got an uncle. My uncle Hubie taught me how to play cribbage. I'm now 56, so I can now write a story about Uncle Hubie teaching me cribbage. The details six. will be perfect. Yeah. Uh, we called him Hubie because his real name was Hubert. Hubert. Hubert Humphrey was a vice president for four years under which U.S. president? Hubert Humphrey was Lyndon vice president Johnson. for... Lyndon Johnson yeah. is correct. Way to go, Dad. Lyndon Johnson was born and died, both born and died, but there was time in between, in Stonewall, Texas. But he spent nearly half of his life in Washington, D.C. How long did LBJ serve in the House, the Senate, the Blair House, and the White House? How long total did he serve in Washington, D.C.? Wow. In the House, the Senate, the Blair House, which is the Vice President's residence, and the White House. 28 years? 50 to 60 years? Something like that. So how many years? Now wait, 40 years. More than 20 years. 35? Less than 35. Here it is. Bring it home, Remy. You got a range. 30? 32. Oh. He was in the House from 1937 to 1949. Wow. In the Senate from 49 to 61. Wow. Yeah. And then he was Vice President from 61 to 63, and he was in the White House from 63 to 69. So from 1937 to 1969. Wow. 32 years. LBJ died at age 64, which is terrifying for someone who's 56. Yes. How many presidents have lived to be over 90? How many U.S. presidents lived to be over 90? There have been 45 of them so far. We'll call 44, actually. 44 and a half. What? Over 90 or older. How many of the 44 men who have been president? And I say 44 because Grover Cleveland was the 22nd and the 24th, so he's only one guy. Right. More than one. More than one. Okay. Where are you going, John? I was thinking just Jimmy Carter. Is he 90? Jimmy Carter is over 90. Okay. Wow. Carter made it to. Oh, wait. Three. More than three. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead with five. It's six. A total six. of six. Yes. Six presidents made it over 90. So, Bush, Bush Sr. Right? Bush Sr. and uh, Carter. And Carter. Uh, um, Quincy Adams? Quincy Adams and his dad. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, although he and Thomas Jefferson died on the same day. July 4th, 1825. Oh. And this is my favorite part of the story. This is how I remember which one died first. Jefferson died first. And here's how I know, because John Adams' last words were, Jefferson still lives. 
and that was Jefferson's <laughs> last chance to just put a put the screws to Adams. Thanks. Like, look at this, you son of a bitch! I made your last word wrong. <laughs> Uh, also, Herbert Hoover lived over 90. Wow. Okay. Wow. So he, yeah, Hoover made it into like the 50s. Right. Well, how about this? John Tyler, President John Tyler, had grandkids that were alive in 2018. Grandkids? Grandkids alive in 2018. John Tyler, president in 1841. How does that work? He had kids when he was in his 80s. Wow. Holy cow. Explain that. <laughs> What's your secret, well, sir? Wow, that's great. He found okay. somebody who actually Tyler wanted to <laughs> Yes, it is. That's the title. All right. So, um, in addition to Ford, Bush, uh, Ford, Reagan, Bush 1, Carter, and Herbert Hoover, which 18th century president also lived to be four months shy of his 91st birthday? I just mentioned him. John Adams. John Adams. <laughs> the Adams family was created by cartoonist Charles Adams in what year? <laughs> what year? <laughs> oh, that's the TV show. Yeah, it is. Cartoon? The cartoon, the original the cartoon. The animated cartoon? Wow. Okay. I'm going to... 1946? Before 1946. 1938. Nice. Wow, you're really picking up this team right here today. All right. Wow. So it was published in the New Yorker. Okay. That was well, the magazine. Everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> what CNN newsman is a New Yorker? Born in New York. Wolf Blitzer, Anderson Cooper, Sanjay Gupta, John King, or Don Lemon? Anderson Cooper. It is Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Absolutely he's correct. Part of the Vanderbilt family. He lived some high rises. Well, well, listen to I was this. gonna say he's part of the Vanderbilt family. Yeah. Anderson first appeared in Harper's Bazaar as an infant. <laughs> how old was he when he had his first television appearance? Anderson Cooper, how old was he when he had his first television appearance? Five. Younger. Three. He was three. <laughs> He was on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson with his mother, Gloria Vanderbilt. <laughs> Although born in New York, Gloria Vanderbilt was raised in what state after a famous custody battle between her mother and a paternal aunt? That's a clue, by the way. A paternal aunt. Connecticut. Connecticut is yeah. correct! This is going to be the best score this team has ever had. Final question. <coughs> what movie of 1988 was set in Connecticut and starred Julia Roberts, Vincent D'Onofrio, Lily Taylor, Mystic and Annabelle Gish. And it was the first movie role for Matt Damon. It is Mystic, Mystic Pizza. Pizza. I've been there. It's in Connecticut. It's a beautiful little town. That is absolutely correct. Nicely done, one wow. and all. As I calculate the scores. What's our final score? 92. The yeah! best score Hey, let's go! Well, that's not exactly table. an A, but... Well, we, it's still an A! I will call that an A. We, okay. We, we, we renewed our That's right. Joey! We redeemed ourselves from this season. Joey and Manny, you guys are... It could be worse. <laughs> it could. Uh, the team that came in fourth got the yeah. final question yep. off by one, one answer so and went from fourth point. place all the way Two. to fourth place. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Yes. Uh, professor, this is this has been a great 100th episode with you. We cannot can, we cannot wait to have you back in 100. December. Yeah. Oh, I, I, remember on Thanksgiving, one. enjoy your pizza. <laughs>
will. We will. <laughs> hey, and some. I, I will some tell you this families. little factoid, which you can share about okay. turkey. My favorite thing about the bird turkey. You know why it's called turkey? Mm -mm. It's called turkey because when Europeans saw it in North America, stripped down and ready to eat, they thought it looked like a bird which had been imported from Africa through Turkey to to Europe. So they called these birds, which were guinea fowl, essentially big chickens, from Africa. When they got imported to Europe, they came through Turkey, and they were called turkeys. And so because Whoa. a turkey here in North America, because the, the North American bird is native to North America. It's a new world bird. There are no turkeys anywhere outside of North America. There aren't even turkeys in South America. But the turkey, when stripped down, looks like the guinea fowl, which was imported through Turkey, and therefore we call it turkey. Because that is not what the Native Americans called it. They called it dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Professor, where can everybody find you on social media? People can find me at 5 Minute Professor. Spell it all out. If you can't spell the words, I'm hiding from you. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at, at 5 Minute Prof, although I do almost nothing on Twitter because I don't have kind, the time that that's required, and I'm probably going to move to Parlor anyway. Why wouldn't I? Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that, that's where everybody who's on Twitter is going, right? Am I yeah, wrong? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay, you, you're okay, right. Okay, all right. Um, uh, but really, come and find me at one of my live shows. Uh, I do a show Tuesday night at Post Time Lounge and Cafe. And sorry, next week I'm going back to doing my show Thursday nights at Connolly's Tavern, also in Longwood. I do live trivia all across Central Florida, as long as Central Florida is Longwood. Because literally all of my shows right now are in Longwood. But I'll do a show at your business. Uh, and I do a great virtual show if you ever need anything like that. Find me on Facebook at 5 Minute Professor or send me an email at 5minuteprofessor at gmail.com Thank you so much, Professor. Guys, when we come back, we'll be joined by the one and only Tom and Dan from A Corporate Time with Tom There's and Dan. There's two of them. They can't be the one and only Tom and Dan. Well, they I'm are the two and only <laughs> Tom and Dan in our 102 of Remy's There we go! A little two! <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, we'll, be, we'll be right back right after this. You are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. What's up, guys? It's Remy. How you doing? <laughs> What's up? We got a guest today on the podcast. That's Remy. He's from uh, the Gazy Goof Duck podcast. Right? Not not anymore, man. We had to we changed it, so we had to you know evaluate more on my podcast. So now it's called Remy's Roundtable. Oh, all well, right. We gotta keep it fancy. <laughs> you got sued by the mouse? Is that what happened? Remy? No, no. My uh, my business partner and I, we talked it over. We had a long conversation. He goes, you know what? We need to change it to something professional. So I'm like, you know what? We'll keep it as Remy's Roundtable. All right. Well, 
I'm not changing the title of this YouTube video, which says Poking the Bear with Remy from Doom. <laughs> so I'm not changing it to Re with Remy from Remy's Round Table. <laughs> Mouth well, too hard, Remy. Too yeah. Remy's Rural Round Table. Rural. <laughs> Make it super hard to say. Yeah, if you had a rotary, you'd be totally screwed. Well, Remy. duh. <laughs> Remy's Round Table. Welcome. Thank you. Well, thanks for joining us. You might you might ask, hey, why is Remy on the podcast? How's that happen? Well, you just you just ask me enough times, yeah. and you can come on the podcast. That's how that works. So thanks for joining us, man. How is your uh, life going? Good, man. I've been busy and uh, been busy with work. Been busy with the uh, podcast lately. We're uh, coming up with some new material right now, and uh, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much it, man. Wait, okay. what is working on material for a podcast? So, like, <laughs> lining, no like, uh, no like lining up uh, new guests who come on onto our program. We book them ahead of time. So, like, oh, we're free on free on this day. We got you. We got you booked, lined up, and ready to go. So that's what we're kind of mentioning. So, and plus, we're right now we're in the talk of uh, getting our own uh, sponsor right now. Noise. Wow. Congrats on that. Thank you. We Thank you so much. We get no sponsors, Charlie. This guy's getting sponsored. <laughs> hey, hey, we had him and we lost. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. It Their is beer because, tastes uh, we, great the, on the beach. The beach yeah. Words <laughs> <laughs> Blossom Pilsner's, uh, what was Toasted Coconut Porter? Hey, their Pilsner was good. Their Pilsner was good. But uh, the, no, Orange Blossom is good beer. That Toasted Coconut Porter, they wanted us to say it tasted good, and I just couldn't. I could not do that. Yeah, it's it's a tough sell when it's like, it tastes good. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they wanted us to drink while we were saying it. It's like, yeah. ah. I can't, uh, uh, that's a no-go. Yeah, when there's that film on your tongue when you're like, ah, ah, and you can't bring yourself to, to lie to the people. So I, I don't like how Remy says he gets uh, guests ahead of time, he books them in advance, and how I book him is uh, I barely answer Remy's text, and then five <laughs> minutes before I send him the password to the meeting. So, so you're running so, your life wrong, Remy. Damn! Planning equals stupidity. That's hold on, hold on. Yeah. Ryan, so you interacted with Remy like you interact with everyone else. Yes. Pretty much. <laughs> I am not a good over-the-phone person. No, you're not. I in my life to just live in my neighborhood. <laughs> so... Like, I need a cul-de-sac of friends, and if you don't live in the cul-de-sac, you're probably not getting talked to. No. Nope. <laughs> so I just read an article... Uh, Waffle House is actually in talk with collaborating with a Georgia brewery. Okay. Oh yeah, they're making the what is it? It's called bacon, Beer bacon and, and kegs. Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be a. It's bacon gonna, is one of the most hyped foods that has ever existed. Whoever is the marketing person for bacon uh, needs deserves the raise that they got. But I, I, I like bacon just as bacon. I don't oh yeah. It's candy. I don't need it as beer. It's fine. It's good, but I don't need it as everything. You know, like, like, look, I'm a fat man. Eat plenty of bacon. It's good, but I don't want it in my beer. I don't want it as a, a, a like you said. I don't want bacon candy. I don't want bacon candles. You know how long it takes to get ba the smell of bacon out of a one, a one bedroom condo? Forever. <laughs> Ew. Like, I don't need that anyway. No, it's uh, I'm just looking at a, a list of uh, weird bacon flavored things that don't need to exist. One of them is bacon cotton candy. Ugh. Nah. There's a bacon tea. <laughs> so if you want to wake up in the morning, uh, for Christmas, guys, 
Bacon flavored candy canes. Mmm. Mm. That sounds delicious. That that's a uh, pass. Bacon <laughs> vodka. You like, if you get if I you give me a drink and you're like it, no. bacon you, flavored vodka. Hold would, on. Break the glass if, bottle and stab you with it. If you're making a bloody mary though, that might be useful. But just use bacon. Yeah. <laughs> agreed, agreed. But if you're making a bloody mary, I think you could use it. It's like a um oh, cilantro vodka. Yeah. Oh, I've a, had that before, yeah. Ah. And as a as a uh, soap cilantro guy, it's the worst. Like, you know how people have that cilantro thing where they taste like soap? Or it tastes like soap? Yeah, no. I, I, I don't have that. I think cilantro is one of the most delicious foods in the world, but it tastes awful as vodka. It tastes like soap to me all over. If you're a man and you're drinking bacon bacon flavored, I'm just picturing a real hardcore alcoholic who's also a fat bacon lover <laughs> and just crying in a corner of a one bedroom apartment. He's has no he can't see his kids. He's just down in a bottle of bacon flavored vodka to the it's, face. It's keto. It's keto. It's keto. <laughs> Daddy's doing keto now, kid. Back away. I'm going to get your mother back. <laughs> Leave me alone, drink this bacon beer. Yeah, I'm going to lose this 178 pounds. Get your mother back. God. I don't want the things to taste like the things that they are. I mean, call me a simple man, but I just like, I want, you know, my candy to just taste like candy. I don't want it to be meat flavored ever. Uh, I don't need, I just, things don't need to be bacon that aren't bacon. Okay, well, what yeah. about uh, bacon jelly beans? From my, from a, from, from, from Jelly Belly. That aren't bacon. If the, if the bacon jelly beans are just tiny pieces of bacon in the shape of jelly beans, <laughs> then that's fine. You can make the bacon the shape of other things, but don't make other things bacon. That's like yeah. the old school bacon bits that were just horrifying. By like you remember back in the in the eighties with the bacon bits that were mm -hmm. just like. Like Tiny bacon red, glass shards. Yeah. Red sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. And now we have a dog bacon strip, though. No. Me either. <laughs> uh <-uh>. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. They looked delicious as a child. Okay, like and I, I saw one. And then I had I had a friend who lived across the street from me, and he would eat the actual milk bones, the the dog chew oh, milk bones. Ew! And he, he he swore that they were delicious. And then uh, so one day we had bacon strips, and I was like, all right, we gotta eat this together, <laughs> man. Uh, as a childhood packed, and uh, doesn't taste like bacon. <laughs> as a childhood packed. <laughs> the only way. No, thank you. Uh, actually. <laughs> I'm okay with bacon strip flavored vodka. Then you can, you can make that. So was it okay? It was not. It was very disgusting. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel like there's a lot of dog foods that smell, they either smell bad and taste bad, or they smell okay and still taste bad. You've never you know? had any animal food, like dog food oh, or cat food? Oh, I, I was fed a milk bone by my brother, of course. <laughs> That's yeah, torture. He's a <laughs> It, well, it's having being a little brother. You a good boy. <laughs> that was the problem. Uh, no, he he actually embarrassed the hell out of me. So I, the first of eighth grade, because I I switched schools at eighth grade. Oh, I don't know anybody. Yeah. Yeah, you're telling me. I did it. Uh, it was awful. Uh, imagine the first day your brother sneaks a full-size milk bone into your lunch and you pour it out on the table and then you're the weirdo with a goddamn milk bone. <laughs> Perfect. Super wow. good. Yeah. 
When you ate it right there at, at your school Oh, lunch? no, 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 no. no. Like, that, that's weird. I, I, was, I was like, man, he would really want me to eat this. No, I just kind of like threw it away from where I was. But yeah, no, people saw it. Okay. Remy, have you eaten dog food or cat food before? God, no, man. Absolutely no. I don't Go care. Get some right. Well, here, <laughs> at your door right now, we have a FedEx driver delivering you a <laughs> dog food. If you want to be on the podcast, you've got to down this dog Do food. it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I think it's weird when people have not done it. I've got to say, because like I've found so many people that have, like I would say it's more people have tried at least some version of pet food than yeah. have not. Do you have pets, Remy? Yeah, I have uh, three dogs and three cats. Two dogs are my parents, and one dog is my, uh, my wife and I. Wow, that is a so. lot of animals. Yeah. I have one dog, and she is a handful. A oh yeah, cute handful, but she keeps murdering squirrels. She murdered a squirrel this morning. Oh. Brought it to Christina in her office. <laughs> hey, honey, look what I found. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> made it inside with a half a squirrel. And uh, this on this time, I, I blame Christina though because she just bought dog toys. And two problems I have with these dog toys. One, she bought a sloth dog toy for the dog to chew and eat up. And I was like, you bought the dog me as a toy. That's me. threatening. Wow. That's threatening. <laughs> and then she bought it a squirrel, like kind of a dead looking squirrel dog toy. And she's like, I think this is my fault. And I was like, yeah, you got her a squirrel. And now she's a dog. She can't go to the store. So she goes to the backyard store, which is just full of squirrels, to bring you a present back to say thank you. See, it's weird. I've like, got this for you. Now, have you guys ever tasted dead dog squirrels? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we cooked uh. it and ate it. <laughs> My dad did that one time, but it was, uh, he ate a Florida squirrel because he would catch them in traps and they would get into his roof. And then Wait. after catching about 26 of them, he finally, uh, he was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna eat one. Was he making an example? He's like, I'll show <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he, he kept putting them on spikes outside. That <laughs> wasn't working. Oh, jeez. <laughs> tiny squirrel heads. Out of yeah. It's like a little mini Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wait till you see Squirrel see Lannister. Uh, it's pretty intense. But no, so he, but he, my, grad, my dad grew up in the far, on a farm in the 1930s. He's super old. And, uh, <laughs> And he, uh, they would eat squirrel. They would catch him up there. So he thought, hey, I have this squirrel here. I'm hungry. This is Winter Park, Florida. Why not? Totally and, normal. And, yeah. And then he, <laughs> he, he, he boiled it and ate it. Because I don't know how you prepare a squirrel. You know, like, I don't know what the... I would, I, I would assume you'd grill it. I asked him, I was like, why do you grill it? He's like, I didn't have propane. Well, of course. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Well... I'm sure that there's some like ancient cookbook from the teens that's like, of course, there's 17 different ways to, you know, cook a squirrel. I had a, my grandfather, he lived in uh, West Virginia and- yeah, uh, it's not like swan anymore and it was, it was like the 1700s. <laughs> so my grandfather- What's that? My grandfather, he lived in, he lived in uh, West Virginia and uh, he would actually cook a squirrel one night. And the way he did it was he skinned the squirrel first Put it in boiling hot water, leave it on a campfire for about 20 to 30 minutes, take it back out, and you get squirrel soup. There you go. They're <laughs> totally edible, apparently, yeah. So I'm, I'm, would you eat I a mean, squirrel, Charlie? I mean Eh, probably. <laughs> it's meat. 
I would. I, mean, I, I guess if like I went to somebody's house and they had squirrel soup, I wouldn't want to be rude. I'd at least try okay. it. Would Would you eat horse? Of course. Of course. Apparently the meat's better. They eat <laughs> They eat horse in other parts of the world. We just well, don't. Well, because we befriended the horse. So it's <laughs> like, oh, I can't, I can't kill Mr. Ed and eat it. But we don't give half a shit about killing cows. You know, it's like, oh, whatever. Because they're, they're ugly. The problem, the, the, the horse gets by because it's majestic. Like, beautiful, like, cute, beautiful, and majestic animals tend to not get eaten. But you'll eat an ugly animal. I guess that goes back to the swan thing because you didn't really, like, you, we can't eat swans anymore, but totally fine with ducks, chickens. I couldn't find the actual answer if eating a swan is illegal in the U.S. I think I'm leaning towards it's not. I think you can eat a swan. Uh, you can't like go to like Yola. Those are property of the city of Orlando. <laughs> well, but I do know that in England, in all of the U.K., uh, the swans are property of the crown, and you're not allowed to kill them. Really? Yes. Well, <laughs> on the first on the first Thanksgiving, that was actually one of the meats that I had on Thanksgiving instead of turkey. It was swan, venison, duck, and goose. Oh. But no, so, but no turkey. Huh. Like I like since I've been thinking about it. Like since I've been thinking about eating swans, <laughs> like a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> I just want like like and, and a flamingo as well. I just wanna, like, what? I want to eat the neck. Like it just looks like, like just ah. it'd be like a meat spaghetti, and I just like. What about I pelican? Like, I, motion again. We want to do a pelican. Yeah. What about a pelican? Pelican doesn't look appetizing to me. Uh, it's, there's probably a delicacy somewhere in the world where you have like a uh, like pelican beak, like the pelican uh, grundle, whatever the <laughs> part is. <laughs> <laughs> the grundle's a little bit further down. I, I think with a pelican, you'd call it the gr face grundle. Because <laughs> you're, you're a bird with a ball sack on your face. Like, it's already, life is hard. If if your nutsack is that big, you have a lot of issues. <laughs> You've like, got a problem. It takes down, yeah, it can take down other birds easily in that thing. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. So, I don't know. I, I, okay. I... I would eat a penguin. They'd be fatty. They'd probably yeah, cook up real yeah. nice. Like... It'd probably be really fishy though. Like, That's true. Very fishy. Maybe I don't know. Something about those little cute bastards. Like you, know, you see them, and you're like, "That's like a chicken McNugget walking around." Penguin would they, steak. Would they, would they still be formal when cooked? Yeah, like, oh yeah, and then you have to you have to wear a formal outfit while you eat it, just out of respect yeah, to the to the you penguin got a, itself. A full tux and an owned tux, not a rented tux, because those damn penguins don't rent. You, know, <laughs> you, gotta, you, you gotta you gotta pay for the tux. It's yours forever. You'll find like I feel like purchasing a tuxedo. You really gotta figure out when you can wear it. You know. There's not many times, even weddings anymore, you're not rocking a tuxedo. I mean, I wore one to prom. 
and that's yeah, the only that's time it. I wore it. And I rented that tux, and mm-hmm. I've never needed one since. I've, exactly. been to, I've been to fancy receptions, but they dudes don't generally wear tuxedos anymore to them. Not full tuxes, no. I no. wore suit, suit. Yeah, but I did eat a penguin in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last time I wore a tux was during high school and uh, during a poker event that I dealt for. It was actually our part of our uniform. You have to wear a tux to deal cards. So now, now tuxedos are subservient. Like, like they're let's make this dealer guy wear a tux as yes. like a like or this waiter. That's like, like waiters. Like, yeah. I don't like wearing a tie because I think of waiters, and I'm like, you make the the wor- the, the poorest people wear a tie. <laughs> you make the help wear a tie. Oh my gosh. Especially a waiter wearing a tie is weird because it's this big, long, dangly thing that get, yeah. it, it gets in food all day long. But here's a fun fact for you, listening audience. Waiters never wash their ties. Ever. Nope. Most people don't, including doctors actually don't either. They have super gross COVID ties. Don't eat at restaurants where they make their staff, who holds your food, probably right in front of the tie. Ugh, get out of here. You can you can kind of tell how long that tie has been tied. Have you ever seen people that just loop the thing over their head and do oh, three, yeah. just adjust? After like one or two wearings, after the initial one, you've got that tiny ball knot, and you're like, oh, that that looks terrible. Yeah, I would. I would I had the worst job. I was just, you know, like I would start. I started as like a bar back, and like you know, like I had to wear a tie. But I would. Uh, I purposely learned how to do the double Windsor, so it was like the fanciest knot for the <laughs> shittiest job. Wait, you had to wear a tie as a bar back? Yeah, a, cu- uh, a couple, a couple places actually. Yeah, and I could, I, when I worked Dude. at Carababas, I had to wear a tie too, and I was just Carababa. No, and I would wear the tie there. And my, my ties were always nasty. And then people, every time they quit, people would bring in like a bucket of ties. They're like, I don't need these ties anymore. And they were smelly and oh, yeah. stained. It's like, get your gross tie out. <laughs> so and we used to have to wear white, which was even worse. Because uh, we worked in a, you know, a spaghetti restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Covered and it looked like it was covered in blood by the end of the day. It's pretty just good. A, a murdered man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, for me- our chat, CP Trucker in the chat. Uh, your grandpa today. Congratulations to you, sir. Congratulations. Uh, nice. Happy being a grandpa. You, you're a young ass grandpa, so that means you were banging uh, super early. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that is like young and they tell me they're grandpa, I was like, you got down really well done. <laughs> no, like. like, like you were cool in high school. <laughs> I remember, like, like speaking because you were saying eighth grade, but like, remember, like, people, like, there was always talk. Like, I never could confirm that, but people were like banging in middle school, and that blows my mind. Yeah, when it was like you got three pubes, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> right, like, like I, 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 the, the, I'll, I'll tell you a little secret, broken bear. I was of age. I was just, just turned eighteen. It was my first time with, and just the. And even then, I was, like, not that ready. You know, like, it was, it was a lot then. So, like, middle school, all, like, when it, whenever you hear that from people, I'm like, how did... I was, like, playing with Nerf guns. <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't, even th- it wasn't even a thought on my mind. Like, I was like, I was like, wow, I hope the new Pokemon episode's good. <laughs> like, you want a Pokemon and chill, girl? <laughs> Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bang. I'm gonna bang in the ash. <laughs> you gonna catch them all, girl? 
<laughs> and they're always proud of it too. You'd see Pete Trucker in our chat. He's like, yo, hell yeah, I was. Did <laughs> 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 you get that middle school? <laughs> Absolutely. My uh, God, man. I don't I I remember hearing tells were like, middle school is just the worst. Like there's no I don't know anybody who's enjoyed middle school. How was your middle school experience, Remy? It was actually fun for me. Damn it, man, you're killing me, Smalls. But, but, (laughs) I got lost on my first day. You got lost on your first day? Yeah, somehow. Where are you you from, Remy? I'm from here. I'm from Florida. I'm from the Orlando side. So, the middle school that I went to was uh, Howard Middle School. Uh, It's in the downtown, mid-downtown area, uh, near Thornton Park. And, uh... Summer camp there. You did? I did. I learned. That's where I learned how to use a ham radio. Oh, that's pretty dope. Very useful skill. <laughs> so I always like wonder too, like when it's a middle school and the, the, it's named Howard. It's like named after a person. <laughs> it's like, what's the mascot? It's like, go Howard. Hey Howard. Let's go. <laughs> Where the, the mascot of Howard Middle School, Remy? We're Rangers. The Howard Howards. The Rangers. <laughs> Okay. Howard Rangers, I think, yeah. So I ended up on my first day, somehow I got lost to the eighth grade section. I'm like, this is not my this is not my area. So I got I got pretty lost there for a second. And I'm like, oh well, gotta turn back around and go back to my section. So sorry guys. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Uh, just, I, so I, you had, but you had fun. You didn't have, you didn't have bullies or anything. Nah, man, I was like one of the chillest guy there, man. So you are super likable, weirdly. Like you have that vibe <laughs> about you. Like, uh, like I, like I feel like, like bullies see you and they want to bully you, and then they're like, ah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you went to Howard and you were the Howard Rangers. Yeah. The my, the Mighty Morphin Howard Rangers. The Mighty- That'd be dope, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go, go, Howard Rangers! This awesome, an awesome guitar solo every time you score a point. There's Zords. Like, question, where the hell did the Zords actually come from? Because in the middle of the show, they're just like, oh, we're in the middle of California. And then the earth opens up and there's a goddamn dragon. Yeah, well, I know one comes from, like, the desert. Like, you see them, like, what? They come across the planet also. Like the Mastodon one was in ice, and it's like going. You never see it like you always see it like in the ice yeah. part of the world, but you never see it like stuck in traffic on I four. <laughs> why didn't they attack? The bird comes out of a volcano. What? Why did they attack anywhere else besides Angel Grove? Right? It's like, oh, you know, the one people, the one group that can beat you is here. Okay, why are well, we here? I'm gonna blow your mind right now. Go ahead. Angel Grove getting attacked like that all the time was actually the fault of the Power Rangers setting up shop there. Okay. It, Wait, it, what? It's much like, much like the it's like, it's much like Batman. Okay, like Gotham is actually worse because of Batman because the criminals have to up their game to match a super rich white dude in a bat costume with all kinds of gadgets. Okay. Same thing with Angel Grove. Got all the Power Rangers there. That's your number one enemy. Just the guys who are trying to take you down. You're gonna attack their homeland. So if the Power Rangers were actually good hero people, they would have moved to the middle of like the salt flats of Nevada, where like no one is. 
But instead, they're they're powering up all the time in the middle of a city that's being destroyed, which I'm assuming is one giant plot for gentrification, uh, because then the property value goes down, and, and then you they, you move yeah, in, and you get the insurance to cover the new build. It's good. Exactly. So. so that's that's sort of the Mighty Morphin Howard Rangers. When I was uh, when I was younger, I was like, man, there's some cool ass graphics. But now, as an adult, I'm like, man, Power Power Rangers, man, you all got some shitty ass graphics right now. I, I mean, I couldn't there's... figure it out when I was a kid, and it makes me mad as an adult. I could, I thought the 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 robot, the Megazord, was oh. a puppet. And then there's a person in a suit fighting a giant puppet on a string, <laughs> yeah. not realizing that also it's a man in a suit. Yeah. And I would sit there at like five years old and try to figure this out and rack my brain well, on how that puppet works. And they just use the same costume for the bad guy against the, like a small background, if you will. Yes. Like, like a, a small, small bunch of buildings up against the man in the Megazord. If they wanted to win the fights in Power Rangers, Start the guy big. <laughs> you know, yeah, just step on him. The Megazord's not there yet. You have the power to make him big anytime you want. Make him big. Step on those goddamn teenagers. <laughs> Problem solved. Well, I feel like they had to die to go through the metamorphosis. <laughs> what? Like they had what? To, so they had to get... Okay. They're well, not like, mighty metaphysical Power Rangers. <laughs> no, okay. beat. Like, like, the bad guys always had to get beat. To a point, and then Rita would be like, "Ah, shit!" And then she'd turn him into a pig. <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I was, uh, I used to love the Power Rangers back in the day. Like, but I only like watched the original Power Rangers. I know there's been like 14 iterations of American Power Rangers, but yes. uh, the backstory on that's super fascinating. With that guy Saban. And how he bought the property mm -hmm. and turned it into like a billion dollar franchise uh, by just purchasing an old, like, because the actual scenes where it's like the Power Rangers fighting and the Megazord and all that are from like an 80s Japanese show. Even probably so, like, even it was older. called it's from Super Sentai, yeah. And, and they just he bought that super cheap, put some regular American kids in some pre scenes in front of it. Yeah, the billion 30 year old dollars. kids. <laughs> Billion dollars. Okay. I remember reading. I used to have a bunch of TV guides with the. Uh, they would like interview the Power Rangers, and I like those were like my prize collection <laughs> of TV guide. My God, and they were like thirty-year-old teenagers. You know, it's like it, yeah. this guy has a mustache. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me ask you this: the Black Ranger didn't have a finger, which is always like a. Say what? Let me. Let the me Black ask, Ranger, he didn't have a finger. He was he didn't. a finger, and it was once you notice it. You can't not notice it. Where it, it was, it was his uh, pinky, his pinky finger. It was cut. No. It was like cut off. So he's he's holding his glove literally like this. So yes, and that should have been an episode explaining how he lost his finger, but they didn't. They just had a black dude who could like do capoeira with no <laughs> finger, and they never talk about it. They never bring it up. So let me ask you guys this: What what do you think came out first, the TV show or the comic Ow! books? Did you just look up his finger? He just did. <laughs> it's the middle finger. Is it the middle? Oh, it's the middle finger. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That oh, is that is scared right Oh, now. that is scary. That's super noticeable. That is crazy. <laughs> oh. Yeah, just ruined your childhood right there. Well, I mean, he's probably like, oh, "F you too." <laughs> 
Yeah, sorry, I can't flick you off, but uh, <laughs> you can't you can't get angry at people. <laughs> you rock. <laughs> you get flipped off by the ring finger, and you're like, something's weird about this. I don't think he's that mad. <laughs> Is he taken or not taken? <laughs> might he might be a little angry, but not pissed. <laughs> so Give me the index. Oh. What do y'all think came out first, the uh, the TV show or the uh, comic book? Because they actually came out with a uh, Power Rangers comic book series. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm gonna go with it's gonna be the TV show. Is that? I never got into comic books of like things that were on TV. Like I went the other way. Like so, I like the X Men, and then the X Men became a TV show. Right. And then I was like, okay, I'm on board with this. But there's like G.I. Joe comic books, and uh, you know what was actually really good? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm totally going to contradict myself here. There was a series of Darkwing Duck comic books. Yes! That were pretty dope. <laughs> like, they were actually really good, and the stories were really good. <laughs> yeah. And then, then they made a, a... duck with no pants on <laughs> with a mask. And then they made like a, like a DuckTales, uh, uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers comic books. So pretty much all your old old school Disney afternoon shows turn into comic books. So so I guess the reason why they didn't have pants was because ducks have cloacas, so there's not like genitals out. But why would but they? But a have... mouse does have genitals. Yeah, pretty much. You gotta wear pants. But but then they had the the rescue rangers, and they obviously do have stuff down there. So I don't know. I wonder I mean, where in the co- like the cartoon, the anthropomorphic cartoon drawing process, for the first time it ever happened, where the conversation was like, do I need to draw? Is- <laughs> do I? No, <laughs> that, that'd be so funny if like the first, like, the, the first, first cartoon has nuts in a dick. The first iteration of Mickey just has a big old dong. And he's like, just flopping around. Yeah, doing doing the steamboat Willie. He prays. He's like, the guy's like, what the hell is this? Go redraw this without mouse stick, please. Swinging around, but then the, the, the guy who drew it was like, "Wait a minute! You want me to just chop off his dick and put that's, that? On the, he, he has that's one. terrible. He has, he's a mouse. Like what? what All I right, we'll I'll, throw some pants on uh, to him, uh, and we'll, okay. we'll get to this later. How, yep. how are they? How are they gonna keep? How, how are his pants gonna stay up if he doesn't have a shirt or belt or anything? Just make him, just make him like suspended. I don't know. Just do a." a, a <laughs> That's the cartoon I want to see. I want somebody to redraw uh, all uh, of Disney animation. Oh God! Put the put the, put the wieners back. In. <laughs> <laughs> Just like like from the Disney Home Vault. <laughs> We're releasing the original cut of Steamboat Willie. <laughs> the uncut cut of Steamboat Willie, and he's just got a force. It's not called Disney Plus anymore. It's called Disney X. <laughs> I really needed my Disney Plus just to see this. <laughs> like, like, like if someone was like, I don't really want to see the Mandalorian. Man, move on, move. Oh, <laughs> Mickey Mouse's penis. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would definitely watch that though. I would actually get my subscription back for that. And I want him to not to reference it at all. I don't want it to be oh. used or anything. Like no. Bang it. I just want to just like it's just there yeah. flopping around. He's doing all this stuff. <laughs> it would be it would be much better. Our chat room, Kurt, our chat room said Beauty and the Beast won't be that cool. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a movie, a children's movie about bestiality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Absolutely correct. That's the thing. Okay, so you guys are familiar with Rule 34. Rule 34? Rule 34 is like kind of internet speak. It's it, it essentially Rule 34 states that like if there if it's if it exists on the internet, there's porn for it. Okay. Okay, what so are, like what are the previous 33 rules? Right, there's a lot. I know that <laughs> I, f- I came across one the other day that I had never heard before, and they were like, Rule 68. And I guess Rule 68 is if there's any character, there's a gender-swapped version of them on the internet. That's Rule 68. But Rule 34 is, uh, so like, if people are drawing cartoons, someone out there on the internet is drawing that cartoon banging. So somebody had to sit there somewhere in the world and is drawing... Just Mickey Mouse banging, but and okay. had to like painstakingly go over the thought of like what would it look like, <laughs> you know? Like, what cartoon character has a little dick? Like, because they're not all gonna be packing, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I think if you're drawn, if you're drawn a penis, you're never making it small. No, nope. right? <laughs> like you're never. <laughs> if you're gonna take the time, <laughs> big old donkey dick. <laughs> big, big old Mickey Mouse dong. And are they like anthropo- Are they like animal correct penises? Like, like there's a no. There's they're, a- they're like if it's a cartoon anthropomorphic mouse, like Mickey Mouse. It's it, he's that is weird. Now that I think about it, it is human. It is human dick. <laughs> It's never, it's never like, like, like accurate. Like Porky Pig doesn't have giant nuts hanging off of its head. No, and no. Donald Duck doesn't have one of those corkscrew. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's always going to be human. Yeah. <laughs> Which in that in and of itself, now that I'm thinking about it, is super weird as well. And and are they cirked or not? Because, like, like, I mean, are, are all these... <laughs> I don't know. I have never. I have never seen. A, this is gonna. I'm glad we went down this path. Okay, I've never really seen an uncircumcised one. In person. Kind of, kind of at all. So I saw one at a camp, and it was like, <laughs> oh boy, that's a fire. It was my counselor, and it was a weird day. <laughs> I don't 20, bring it up. He was 27. I never saw him again. That's uh, why I am suing the Boy Scouts. <laughs> No, it, it was like, you know, when you're in the gym, clean, like, like you go to the pool at camp, come back in, change out your stuff. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. That's the thing, man. So you saw it in person. Yeah, and it was weird. And it, I, and it was... I've never seen one even on the internet. I don't want to. Like, I don't... I don't... This is having a weird episode today, but I have never seen <laughs> yes. a, a soft, uncircumcised penis. I don't even know what it looks like. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> if you have one, send it to Poking the Bear, the podcast. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but 
No, don't do that. Don't do that. Ryan, you can figure out the password for it. So <laughs> I'm sure, I, look, I could type it in. I understand I can type it into Google and see like 40,000 images of it. I've never laissez-faire come across one. <laughs> That's been walking down the street you're like, whoa, <laughs> what is that? What's that? I wouldn't even know what it is. I'm like, what? What is that? That's know. not a Disney dick. If I saw a, if I saw a detached, floating, uncircumcised penis, I wouldn't know what it is. Why would it be just floating? Ghost, ghost, <laughs> ghost penis. <laughs> a non-Jewish. Because my theory penis. also is ghosts are should be nude because your cli- your clothes don't die with you. Yeah, we, so we there get... has to be uncircumcised ghost wieners out there just flying around. <laughs> Ooh, the so, ghost dick's gonna haunt you for good. <laughs> if I'm haunted by the ghost of an uncircumcised penis, I, I, I the irony, because I've never seen one, I wouldn't even know I was being haunted by it. I'd be like, what is this weird mass? <laughs> this looks like... <laughs> it's a weird thing that we do in the country. I'm sorry, we're one of the only countries that full-on, like, circumcises most people. I, I, to me, it's genital mutilation. Uh, I'm mad about it. I want mine back. And uh, I wouldn't do it to a kid if I had kids. That's where I lie on that. I mean, I'm glad that mine got done before I had to make the decision. <laughs> you know, that should like, be everybody's thirteenth oh birthday. <laughs> oh, that's thirteen. You're already feeling weird about it. No, but that's you're like, 13. all right, like, 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 you know, like a Jewish culture, you know, like where they have the bat mitzvah or whatever, like. You, well, they do the every, at birth. I understand, but for everybody, regardless of religion, this should be a, your thirteenth birthday comes around, and this is your choice that you have. Oh my gosh! You know, <laughs> are you gonna do it? And then you know you're gonna have friends in middle school that are like, "Bro, you're such a pussy, bro. You gotta do it." Everybody just and then they're like, they, and then you come back, you're like, "I did it." You're like, "Oh, okay, well you did it. He did it. Nobody does that. Oh my god!" <laughs> and they're just holding it like. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's a very weird thing and it's all because of that Kellogg guy. We've done a whole episode on this before, but it's just a, it's an odd thing for me. So Did you know that Remy that it's a serial guy Kellogg's? That's he's the reason that we do circumcision in America. Pretty much. I mean, that kind of explains his name, Kellogg. <laughs> Not kill one. Sit, sit. <laughs> Chopping it off, and getting out of here. Oh. So here's my. Well, so, I'm sorry that I. Blo- I'm sorry that I blew your guys' minds. I haven't seen it since. So I caught your uh, your morning show earlier today, and you guys were talking about video games. On an average, mm-hmm. how, how many hours do you guys play video games for, like on, on a daily basis? Remy, I don't want to give you the real answer. Okay, I'm... fine. Your your answer your answer is two hours, two and a half hours. I play one video game and one video game only. That video game is called Overwatch. I've been playing it since the game came out in 2016. If you had to guess how many hours, and the game is an asshole, and it tells you how many hours. <laughs> oh, <you> God. <laughs> How many hours do you think, and since 2016, it's 2020 now, almost 2021, how many hours do you think I have on this game? Remy, you go first. I'm gonna give you a low number. I'm gonna say 15 hours. No, give me a real number. Right? That is a that is a real number. I'll give you 15 hours on it. Okay, Charlie Bowie, give me since 2016. It's the only game I play. I play, I play maybe Apex Legends sometimes, but I pretty much only play Overwatch exclusively. Uh, 
1,200 hours. Okay, good. That was very high. Good. 626 hours. Damn! 626 hours since I added that up. It's 27 days. <laughs> Holy crap! That I've played that game. Uh, it's the equivalent of playing a game for almost a month. <laughs> Non-stop. See, see, I didn't want to have Remy's... I didn't want to have your gases completely, <laughs> like, low, super high. But damn. But yeah, it's... it's well, uh, here's the thing. I play video games because it stops me from doing other nonsense. Like, I... I think before, like, I didn't get an Xbox until 2016. I didn't really have a video game system. The video, only video game system I had before that was um, uh, PS2 was as high as I got. And uh, I played Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> and then I never played a video game again. And uh, so I got, a, I got an Xbox in 2016 because I was like, I go out a lot. Sometimes on, like, just like a Tuesday. When on I don't, a Tuesday. Like, I used to hang out at this, this place called Broadway Pizza, and I would just go out, like, on, like, a Tuesday night and just hang out. I knew everybody, but I was spending a lot of money. I wasn't really doing anything. I was getting, uh, I was drinking more than I wanted to, and I was like, I'm going to buy an Xbox. So it keeps me out of trouble. Uh, I find it very relaxing, and it's, it's also very communal because I'm on a team with six people. Generally, uh, we stay screaming racial. Yep, pretty much. No, no, I have, I have people that I play with, uh, so we, we we all know each other. Very and, communal. Uh, I don't see. I don't like to play the game if I'm playing with random people because you have to. It's, it takes teamwork in this particular game. So if you play with random people, I don't like it when I'm like teamed up and there's like some. 12 year old with a screechy voice yelling the n-word <laughs> so that's uh that's so i'll wait till everybody's online we message each other and then we uh we play it's fun we do we talk we talk shit and we uh drink beers and we you know it's, it's good time it's good time it's like similar it's similar to uh call of duty like all those games that's, that's teamwork that's teamwork right there like you're playing a uh, hardcore deathmatch you're on a team with random people has but... a weird yeah, Call of Duty has too much of a toxic environment for me because you, it is kind of set up to play with randoms and you can do your own thing. It doesn't mm -hmm. really matter what your team does because you can kind of pop off on your own. And if you're having a really good game, you can kind of carry your team. With this one, you need everybody to be on board. It takes coordination, and I like that about it. Uh, I think it'd be a good managerial test. <laughs> like, if I was yeah. going to hire a manager <laughs> for a business, I'd be like, all right, you're going to have to play Overwatch and you're gonna have to make all of these other people get on board with what you want to do. And if you don't capture the flag, you're fired. And well, who, do, who do you play as? Uh, I play as a giant monkey with a electrical bug zapper, essentially. And there's a, <laughs> I bounce around and I. Uh, what's, what's his What's his name? His name is Winston. <laughs> Winston. I'm a, I'm a Winston main, or I, uh, I, I I'm a healer, uh, which is uh, is very important. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Sorry for bringing it up. <laughs> okay, so the game I'm the game I'm playing right now is this game just came out for uh, the the new Xbox system, so Xbox X, Xbox Xbox S. Now, oh, did you get a new Xbox, Remy? No, God, no. I don't even have the money yet. I would hang yet. up on you right now. Actually. I don't even have the money yet. But I'm playing their, uh, it's called Console Edition. So this one is just only for Xbox One. I'm playing Planet Coaster right now. It's a you, okay. It, you, I've seen you, that. Yeah, you build your own. You build your own theme park. It's like a uh, an upgrade, an upgraded version of Roller Coaster Tycoon, except a whole lot better. Like you have to strategize on how you're gonna run your park. You can change out the prices like, if you wanted to. So what I did was, my, what I did was my very first park. I did the exact 
pricing options, you you can buy tickets at a uh, Universal Studios. Work. Is it making money or not? Prices there too. Yeah. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> did you actually price everything else as Universal too? Pretty much, I did, and then on the the first year, I went bankrupt. No. Hi. So I'm glad you're not running Universal Studios <laughs> right now. Yeah. Uh, well, it would Is really there a pandemic suck. option yeah, in yeah. that game? Yeah, it's like, of course you went bankrupt. There's a pandemic. <laughs> but it's, oh, it's damn, so pandemic. weird. Like, it's so weird, though, because on Roller Coaster, Roller Coaster Tycoon, you won't be able to do that. All you got to do is, like, build your theme park however you want and then just set up a, uh, a pricing on just the main entrance and not on the, uh, the rides. On this game, you can change the pricing for the actual rides itself. So similar oh. similar to like Fun Spot. Like when you go to Fun Spot, you have to buy these uh like like ten dollar wristbands to go on rides, but if you don't have the wristband, you pay a uh, a certain limit on this little card, like for five bucks, and you'll go on these rides that only cost you five dollars. Oh. Well, the dumbass game that I'm currently playing is called Ants. <laughs> oh, I play that in my kitchen right now because I have an actual ant problem. Yeah, oh, yeah no. so I, uh, I, uh, I quit playing, quit playing Candy Crush because I had succeeded in becoming number one in the world. Uh, short time, but I was done. Yes, yes, it was me and this Indian doctor guy, and we were just going back and forth. And, uh, yeah, so now, now i got an ants game. It's, it's so uh, weird that you were number one in the world for Candy Crush, but you have nothing to show for it. You know, <laughs> like, you I, should, I, uh, I, I feel like you should be, to... like, a big streamer or something right now on Twitch, but you're just like, I deleted I, the game. Yeah. I, 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 I reached out to uh, King Games, and I was like, hey, I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my money? Put money into it. You never I, put money. Did you put I, money into it? I never put money into it. Never. Which makes it very insane that I was number one in the world, because that's a lot of patience. Yes. That's, that's a lot of patience. Well, I. It was after I quit smoking, so it was like, oh, I need an addict, an addiction to fill this void of time. Well, I guess Candy Crush it is. You know, you know what's weird though? Like, okay, so I just did the quick math on like, because that's like 682 hours on a game sounds like a lot, but over four and a half years, it's uh, only one percent of that four-year time. Okay, so that's not crazy. too bad. That's not too horrible. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I was just trying to figure out like how much I played. Like, that's basically playing an hour a day. All right. It's actually less than that. So, yeah, yeah, so like, right. it's a, like it sounds if it was like a four big years. number when you say 386, 382 hours, but it's like, actually, yeah, that's I'm not it's like, like a half hour a day. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I can see that. It's, it's the only, it's the only game I play. So there so, you go. So, so shut up, chat. So Charlie, let, <laughs> let me ask you a question, man. So the game that you finished was Candy Crush. Was there another game that, yes. you, that you beat? Uh, uh, you didn't beat it though because it never ends, right? It never ends. Okay. It never ends. It just creates more, or or there's more that are created. I just had been. I wonder if it's like a. There's not somebody who because you you were at level what? Oh, I don't. It, it was really high. I don't it even ha, know. It has to be an algorithm that just makes four, level four thousand yeah. because it was above it was above three thousand, wasn't it? Uh, let's see. I know I put the picture up. 
So. Okay, well, it was a ridiculously high number. I remember getting to level like 200 and thought, I, I was like, Charlie, I play this game too much. I'm at level 200. Oh, and then Charlie and I, at me I and laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I smirked and I was like, no. So, so Ryan, what about you? What was your, what was your game that you first beat, like on your own? Uh, first game that I beat, well, okay, and I've still to this day never beaten Super Mario Brothers, that original one. That was the first game that I owned, um, and I'm fine with that. I've, I've come to terms with that. Uh, the first game that I ever beat probably was Final Fantasy VII. Yes. Yeah, like where I went through the whole thing, and uh, yeah, and it was totally worth it. And uh, but I they <laughs> just re-released that original Final Fantasy VII on. Um, on Xbox, not the upgraded remastered version, like the actual PlayStation 1 version, and it's not a good game. Oh boy. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. The, the level that I made it to on Candy Crush was uh, 4,736. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. yeah. My mom was, used to yeah, damn. Like, my, my mom <laughs> would call me up and tell me I had to go visit her because she was stuck on a level on Candy Crush. I used to have to go to my mom's <laughs> house and go help her on like level 42. <laughs> Boy, like, I remember, I, I remember talking about Candy Crush and being like, yeah, no, I'm, re I'm really far along. People were like, I'm on level 116. And I'm like, I, uh, <clears throat> no, I'm, you're not. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty far along. Well, you started playing when you, you were in New York, right? So it's a lot of free time on the subway, a lot of. Uh, like, no. Uh, no, 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 separate, separate game. Yeah, I was playing. That was Saga, I think. I don't know, but anyway, yeah, I played. I played the. Would you still play Cookie Jam? Oh no, that was Cookie. Yeah, that was Cookie Jam. Sorry, not Candy Crush. I did play Candy Crush though. Well, no, I stopped Candy Crush. Was Cookie Jam the one where you had to tap your phone like so many times to? Oh, that's Cookie Counter. My bad. Yeah, no, they're all garbage. That's what they are. Yeah. That, that's overarching awful. Farmville has all of my original Facebook account info. <laughs> like, that's yeah, what I think. no, like, uh, no, no. Like, cause that—that's what I played game. Like, I deleted my Facebook in like 2008, I think, cause I was like, I don't ever use this. <laughs> this will never catch on. Um, and I, I, I Farmville, and I used to play the hell out of Farmville. But then one day I was just like, what am I doing? With my life, this is literally nothing. I'm, There's no I'm, skill. It's just like I plant crops and then I wait till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I wait till tomorrow, and um, sometimes I'll write bad words in crops. Oh so my god! The two other, <laughs> so the two other people that play with me that send me, uh, you know, gifts of uh, asparagus or whatever can go. Ha ha! It says shit in the middle of his fall. <laughs> 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 well, if you want to send us gifts, <laughs> you can join our Patreon at pokingthebear uh, patreon.com slash pokingthebearpodcast. We do, we do accept them. Uh, yes, please. And uh, there's a tier system involved somewhere, I think. Yeah. We've got t-shirts coming, so be prepared for that. Awesome. And uh, yeah, Remy, what do you want to, what do you want to plug? Plug your, plug whatever you want right now. Go ahead. Uh, if you guys want to check out um, my podcast, it's Remy's Roundtable. You guys can check out all of our episodes on Spotify. And we're also on, on every single social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's is Remy's Roundtable on Remy's Roundtable podcast for Facebook and Instagram. There you go, Charlie. Uh, come out to Trivia at Yellow Dog East 
from uh, 6 to 8 on Wednesdays. And uh, World of Beer, UCF, on Thursdays from 7.30 to 9.30. All right. And you just follow me and all the Poking the Bear pages. Uh, and make sure you like it all and whatnot. And then... Uh, as soon as I get my damn graphics card fixed on this laptop, uh, we have an episode in the can of uh, Animal Facts, so we'll get that out as well. And it sounds like you're going to probably get the two back-to-back because uh, we're going to do this. So uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, make sure you like and share and subscribe uh, to all that. Uh, we're also going to be moving Poking the Bear to its own channel, so you're going to have to follow us over there. It's follow us over there. Thing, so yes. I'm being cool. Uh, on behalf of Remy, Charlie, and myself, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we out. Bye. Peace <laughs>
Oh, well, this is some this is some cool news that, I, that popped up, which I was I was curious about because my friend was actually at uh, the Magic Kingdom the other day. What happened? The Muppets are returning to Liberty Square. Yeah, a great moment in history. The, moment the American Magic Parks. Kingdom during the Christmas <clears throat> season. So oh. they're doing so they're doing a Christmas holiday show. That makes sense. At so Liberty Muppet Square. Christmas Carol's adorable. And it will, and it will also be doing meet and greets. Where that you, makes sense. Where, where you can meet Sammy Gold. Yeah. So it's not like you could stand next to him. <clears throat> it's clever. Do it like the fountains at um, uh, Universal. Oh man! Oh man! Disney World bans eating and drinking in, a, in attraction queue lines. What? Yeah. You heard that correct, sir. Disney, Disney bans huh. eating and drinking in the queue lines for the attractions. I get it. They want you to leave your mask on. Wow. That's going to make a lot of Karens mad. Yep. Oof. Security scanners began at Disney Springs last week at their garages. So now they have, you know, a new security scan where you can Dude, just those things are right rad. You just walk right through and it scans you. you there's no, no stopping, no nothing. You just nope. go and as long as you don't have a huge chunk of metal on you, you're good. Pretty much. <laughs> Disney, Disney attraction ornaments are now available at Disney yeah. merchandise stores. Those are cute. And I saw them at Disney Springs. And also outside the parks. Yep, I saw them at so. Disney Springs. Some of them are super cute. Are you going to get a no, couple? No, I hate Christmas. Well, okay then. Oh man, dude! So Disney just uh, un- unleashed this massive watch that I really want to get. So this watch about this watch is about double the size of my watch. So like it's an Invicta watch, you mean? Yes. Okay. Check this out. The watch inside is Marvel, so it has, it has to do with a certain Marvel character. Want to guess who which character that could be? Iron Man. Iron Man is absolutely correct, sir. I thought so. It makes sense. Sounds like something Tony Stark would so do. So they have this Tony Stark watch that has mm-hmm. the emblem of his heart, of his heart chest, his chest piece. Oh, the uh, arc reactor. The arc, yes, the arc yeah. reactor. And on the top of the arc reactor, it says, "I love you." Three thousand on the bottom. Yeah. Do you want to take a guess how much this watch is going for? Are they limited edition? Mm-hmm. It's got to be up there. It's got to be like three ninety nine. How much? Keep going. Five ninety nine. Keep going. Holy hell! How much? Twelve hundred dollars. Oh, screw that noise. Well, it says between it <laughs> says between six hundred and twelve hundred dollars. That's I don't think it's gonna have resale. I mean, I know that watches like like Rolex watches there's yeah. value to them, but this thing there's no way in hell I will buy that collector. watch. Like even, if you bought it now, you'd have to hold onto it for a decade before exactly, you sell it for profit. Exactly, but even though even though I kind of wanted that watch, I like I really wanted it because it has like this battery that will charge for over like overnight but the entire oh, day it's kinetic so energy it's kinetic I know energy what you mean, yeah so this whole like, this battery will so charge that's all part of the gimmick because the arc reactor exactly i get it but it was cool like okay so say like i'm like on my watch i'm gonna show you something real quick guys i do have a smartwatch on i am take i am taking it taking it off real quick so i can show joy exactly what i'm talking about Okay, so on the bottom, this is like the, sen- this are the sensors that will read your heart rate, your pulse, and everything else. The bottom of the Ironman watch is going to have a small USB cord. It's going to have its own Ironman head connector. So it goes right into the Ironman's helmet. That's cool. To connect the watch. I get it. <clears throat> it's but a gimmick, but it's cute. It's, it's a gimmick, but the connector for that watch, the charger, costs yeah. over $300 for a charger. 
$300 just for a watch charger. I mean, you, you'd have to be a diehard Iron Man fan. They are out there. I have, a, I have a friend who wrapped his entire truck in Iron Man stuff, so I get it. I get it. Well, but I can't, I kind of see a guy in a red truck that says Tony Stark Industries. Oh, I got that. <laughs> but I'm all about authenticity. I just wanted, I don't want it to look like Iron Man. I wanted it to look like this truck from Iron Man 3. Disney Springs retailers closed due to ongoing pandemic. Who closed now? Toomey. All right. Void. Well, Void closed for a whole different reason. Void and, closed for and, legal uh, reasons. And uh, Lucky Brand. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, did, I was there when Lucky Lucky was having their going out of business sale. I remember that. Everything in the store was 50% off. It was pretty awesome. Disney Parks are planning on bringing back recently canceled shows and entertainment. I heard about so this. So let's, let's talk about this for, for a quick second. All right. I talked about, I saw this article, and they're saying they, they could bring back the Lion King at Animal Kingdom, depending on what singers they can bring back. But for the Find Nemo one, forget about it. No, because everybody's touching puppets. Exactly. So this, they just want the ones that has to do with the Lion King. Uh, what else can I say? Uh, Hope to Do might be coming back. Hope to Do Review might be coming back. Uh, and huh. they'd have to space the tables out more, which right. means they have to charge more for tickets because there's not as many people. And also during this time, uh, if you were a fan of the uh, the uh, the orchestra and the Grand Flor the Grand Floridian Orchestra yeah. that was in there. Uh, they are actually going to be holding a concert uh, coming up in uh, mid-December. Interesting. So you can, be, you can check out the, the guys from you know the orchestra at uh, the Grand Floridian who played there for many, many, many years. So that's one show they might be bringing back, but not on Disney property, but on separate Disney property. So they're going to be they're going to be at uh, Bonnet, Bonnet, Bonnet Creek area. So okay. that, that's a plus. Uh, also. Uh, some of the actors from Monster Inc. and Crush, talking talking with Crush, will be back uh, soon. See, Turtle Talk with Crush, you could do. You just have to space people out. Yeah, but that room is so claustrophobic, though. No, it's just, it's easy. You could space them out. Like, just only have every other seat available. I mean, that show never filled up anyway. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's, I mean, they're just, they're missing out on some common sense. I mean, is what Di it is. Disney confirms maiden voyage dates for three new ships. The ships are the Wish. So I'm gonna stop you right now. Nothing's confirmed. Nothing's confirmed because they just said that the cru uh, Carnival Cruise Line had to oh, push everything yeah, until January. It's done. So nothing's confirmed right now. So, Everything's gotten pushed back. But what Disney, but the, but what Disney said though, they confirmed that three three ships will be coming out in 2022, 2024, oh, and 2025. Okay, that's far enough so, in advance. Yeah, yeah it's far okay. as far enough in advance. That's yeah. fair. But those are those are gonna be three new brand ships. Three okay. new brand. Three brand new ships. ships. Yeah, that's hard to say, man. Okay. Let's see here. What else? Uh, this, this is weird, man. I, I'm so mad about this. What? After layoffs at Legoland, seeks to hire brand new employees over 150 brand new, brand new employees who work at Legoland. Does that make any sense whatsoever? No, because I don't think you said it right. After One they, more time. Okay, so... After layoffs at Legoland, Florida, so at Legoland, 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 Legoland Florida, okay. Legoland seeks to hire 150 new employees well, for their thing for structuring. That's all they're doing. They're, How? They're, but they because they they laid off all the people that were making too much money, and now they're going to rehire people for probably 80 percent of what. Okay, they so make. who who do, you, who do you think they're going to rehire? Um, they're just going to hire hourly people, and they're going to probably lay off salary. They're probably going to find like middle management that's making like forty thousand a year. And they're going to realize that that job can be not outsourced, but that right. job can be done by a quote-unquote shift lead 
shift leads are hourly. So they go from paying 40000 a year to $12.50 an hour, which ends up being like 32000 a year. You figure if they fired 150,000 people at $8,000, that's a million dollars right there. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, it's $1.2 million. So they know what they're doing. Walt Disney World theme parks can now, Walt Disney World theme parks can now operate at 35% capacity. I saw that, but honestly, even at 25% capacity, it still felt gross. So now at, 30, now at 35%. It's going to be even worse. I mean, they were getting two-hour waits for some of those roller coasters. What's, what's Universal right now? What's their uh, capacity right I now? I think it's 50. I thought Universal was letting. Maybe I might be wrong. I'm not sure. Do you think, that, do you think they're at 35% like Disney is right now? I imagine Universal's been cool about this the whole time. Universal, like the minute they opened back up, they were like, yo, just come on back. Like Disney sure, doing we need you. stupid with Disney being like, you have to book in advance. That's stupid. Nobody wants to book in advance. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing with my day until I wake up that day. You can't ask me to mm-hmm. book a, a trip to one of your parks in advance. That's stupid. Have you ever bought your, uh, your wife a pearl before? No? Well, good news, sir. Pearl Factory will be returning to Disney Springs. I said no. Why is that good news? The Pearl Factory is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> all four, all four Disney World theme parks are now using artificial intelligent bag scanners. This company is called Evolve Security. These scanners can be found at hotel checkpoints and also at the transportation and ticket center at the Magic Kingdom theme park. H- have you seen these suckers before? These brand new, these brand new uh, scanners that they have. No. So it's exactly what you said about. Uh, Disney Springs new security scanners, the ones you just walk on through, right? Okay. These one, that. these ones can de- can detect if your bag has metal objects or not right away as soon as you walk into the park, just like that. They have these inf- they have these infrared colors where it can track your your body temperature, but also the temperature of your bag. If it's like fr- flaring red, that's metal. They know there's something so in there. There's no something in there. So it's pretty cool. I mean, I saw this, the texture of it. It's like two large fries mm-hmm. with another large fry and yeah. a medium, 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 small, small, small fry. I've seen they it. all wrapped around. So it's pretty cool the way it looks. But now I'm concerning about this. What if somebody brought, what if somebody brought like a, a weapon that they're not supposed to bring into the theme parks? Will that be able to pick up that, pick up that, that sense of I mean, that weapon, the only other weapon not. you could have is like a small baseball bat or something, and nobody's going to bring a baseball bat. And if you are, all you're going to be able to do is swing it at people. Like it's Disney smart. They're they're looking for the they're looking for the crazy stuff. They're looking for guns. They're looking for explosions. They're looking for things that could actually hurt somebody. If you walk in there with a beating stick, they're just going to arrest you and trespass you. A Disney a Disney celeb- celebrity voiceover actor came out this uh, previous weekend about a certain Disney attraction that's getting. Refurb and rebranded. I'm assuming it's probably Splash Mountain. It's Splash Mountain. So who came out about it? Who does the voice? Who does the voice of uh, Bear Rabbit? Oh wow, that's an old school quote uh, or an old school person. Who? Well, Uncle Remus did the original voice in the movie of uh-huh. Bear Rabbit, but who does the voice of Bear Rabbit on the attraction at both Disneyland and the Walt the Walt Disney World? Is it the same guy that does Roger Rabbit? It's the same guy who does Roger Rabbit on the attraction. It's the same guy who does Roger Rabbit on the attraction. Okay. And no, it's not Charles Fletcher. Charles oh. Fletcher does the voice of Roger Rabbit in the movie. Okay. We're talking about different voice actors who can do these. Who is it? Vo- Jess Harnell. I don't know that. He does the voice of Wacko from the Animaniacs. Okay, that's right. Okay. Yep. He does other voices too. So he came out and stating that I was the 
Br'er Rabbit on the attraction. Now, the guy played Uncle Remus, he did not want to do it, so I jumped in and did the Br'er Rabbit. He also did the bear, who says, Oh boy, I, I got you, I got yep. you, I got him, I got him, George. He, he, did, he did him, and uh, he, actually, he also did the singing voice for the goose in Splash Mountain. Oh, neat. So he came out and stating, you guys cannot change this ride. This ride it's happening. is happening, but he's like, this ride means so much to me. I've done the voice for over 20 plus years for Br'er Rabbit. And I, I get what he's saying. I mean, he's upset. It's a bummer because that was technically his legacy, and it's a shame to see it go. But in this cancel culture we live in, if something offends literally anybody, it's gone. And yeah, that's what it was. Disney Springs uh, will be extending their operating hours as God. as of today from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. So from 10 a.m. So from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. is when Disney Springs it's closing is closing at like 9, 10 now. It's miserable. It's finally starting to feel good. And it's like closed. I mean, <clears throat> hey man. I mean, one is one, one of these afternoons, or if I get off of work on time, you're not going to record at House of Blues. It's been a minute. New, Speaking of that time, though, we got to wrap this thing up pretty soon. I got to get. Oh, going. we are, man. Uh, I got a few more things I want to talk about. New lightsabers and droids will be coming coming soon to Galaxy Edge. You can purchase these items yeah, from the new now. Series. You can, you can purchase these items now on the Shop Disney website. But Disney's really promoting Shop Disney, which I feel weird about because it completely defeats the purpose of people coming to Disney World right. to buy attractions, to buy the stuff. But check this out. You can only, but now you can buy these the new, these new lightsabers and droids on November 25th at Disney's Hollywood uh, Studios. Black Friday. Yeah, Black Friday. There you go. Yep. There you go. All right, here's some. I got some foreign news for you guys. Orlando signs off on a deal for Sky Taxi Company in Lake Nona. Dude, you're, Sky Taxi. you're right. What? We're going to have flying cars soon in Florida. That's a fun fun. That's, that's fun. Uh, Lake Nona commissioners voted on Monday to give nearly $1 million over 10 years to a company touting, touting electric small jets between cities in exchange for 143 jobs in Lake Nona by billionaire Tavistock Tavistock founder Joe Lewis. No idea who that is. So, that's cool. So this guy found these small jets. It's about the size, about the size of a straw. So what? you take, so you take this whole where my hand, hand is. Imagine this circle, right? Mm -hmm. This is where you sit. It's gonna, oh, be, okay. it's gonna be five. It's gonna be five seats. Mm -hmm. Five across and five in the back. Mm -hmm. This is the jet. Jet right here. Jet right here. Okay. And it is these small little planes. Oh, so it's gonna be the next flying. It's basically, Uber. a droid that can hold ten people. Pretty much. That's exactly it what it is. It makes sense. You wouldn't. You, you wouldn't technically have to lift them off the ground higher than maybe 20, 30 feet. Battle of the Bands have been canceled at the Amway Center, and this this event will now be switched over to virtual. That's funny. Which means it's gonna suck. From Harold and Kumar. Have you seen that movie, Harold and Kumar? The very popular brand. What am I talking about? Oh, White Castle's coming to downtown. There I saw you go, that. sir. The biggest White Castle in the world is going to be in downtown Orlando, 4,000 square feet. That's absurd. Do you know when they, they are starting construction? Hopefully soon. Today. That's fun. They're starting, they're starting construction today. How long today. is the build time on that? What are they thinking? A few months? A year? Two years. Two years? Two years. Ah. Well, minus, my, my, minus that. Maybe, maybe, maybe a year and a half. Still maybe. Maybe. Like it's absurd. 
Last last week, last week Orlando has named a street after Trayvon Martin. You can find this street in Sanford, Sanford right by right by the barn country club. Oh, cool! The so barn in Sanford. That place yep. is rad. It's, it's a right there. Country theme bar. Yeah. I don't like country bars. No, I don't. I mean, I'll, I'll listen to some country music, but I just don't like going to clubs anymore. I rather go to I rather just go to bars and drink. I, I'm I'm a big fan. I, I still I'm, I still enjoy going to country uh, line dancing bars. Oh, dude, you and I might be, you and I might need to go to this event. You, me, and what do you got, uh, Mandy? What do you got? The Nightmare Before Christmas Bruce Cruise is heading its way to Fort Myers on December fourth. Really? Tickets went on sale on November fifteenth. My baby sister lives down there. I'll ask her about it. Tickets went on sale on November fifteenth, and these tickets will only cost you forty-five dollars. Well, this is this is the, well, the locals are yeah. starting to turn the jukebox on, so I think we're gonna call it for the day. Uh, guys, I have a couple, one more thing to to pitch in real quick. Uh, if any of our musician friends are listening to this episode, live music is back at the Blue Band Blue Performing Arts Center That's in right. Winter Park, Florida. Tomorrow night on November 20th, come on out and hear an amazing guitarist named Bobby Coble. And on the following night, you can hear my dad play and listen to some 80s, 80s style music. Okay. Uh, it's called 80s Mixtape Mayhem. And you can hear that music on November 21st. Both shows start at 8 p.m. Tickets cost only $20. For more information, give them a call at 407-636-9951. And last but not least, I just want to uh, I want to talk to you about one thing real quick before you take off. But uh, so I just read that Waffle House is getting a beer. At, you're, they're bacon getting flavored a beer. beer. Or, um, you're no, right. A, is ba- it bacon flavored? Bacon and kegs. But you can only you can, you, can, you can only find this beer only in Georgia. It's Aww. not it's not going to it's not coming out to you well, know, they're other play testing it. If it takes off, they're gonna take they're gonna put it everywhere because it's too expensive for them to buy all those liquor licenses at once. Exactly. So that makes sense. So guys, before we take off, I will uh, from here at Remy's Roundtable, we would like to say have a safe and a fun Thanksgiving with your family and be friends. Be socially distant. Yes. Uber. Be socially, yeah. Be socially distanced. Stay safe. And uh, guys, you will hear, you will hear back from us in December. Yeah. So from all of us here at Remy's Roundtable, my name is Remy, and always with me is the one and only the Dramazant. We gotta go, fam. Thank you so much for listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. <laughs>